3: To find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do and more importantly how you can help head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com
0: hi this is jason, jason page D. and you're listening to chronicles, chronicles of, podcast. of podcast this is jason page and you're listening to chronicles of podcast, podcast.
1: I think i'm going to introduce the double wave again hi guys it's the chronicles of podcast and it's 27 edition i think i'm pretty sure it's 27 it's 20 after we're definitely 27 this week yeah, 27. and uh and these are the, these are the chronicles of uh i'm of jamie yeah they are
3: oh wow do you think no. we should maybe get this show on the road oh go on then let's strap in i'll drive hit it Welcome, everybody, to the 27th edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. And I think you'll find that these <laughs> are the Chronicles of Jason Page. I am the bearded brummy Jamie, and joining me, as always, is this handsome son of a gun. That's definitely my favourite
1: these that's happened. Definitely yeah, like definitely my favourite these, and you didn't cut out at all. Yes, I tried so to make sure I didn't is, cut out
3: this week. Yeah,
1: always make sure Ooh. now, Jamie, always make sure. Mission um,
3: accomplished,
1: boys. Hi, hi, guys. It's the Scotsman, Tom. That's yeah, right. We're going to get straight into the hard and heavy shit. The Scotsman. Oh, so for go. all of those that are massive <laughs> Six Nations fans or rugby fans, whoever's <laughs> listening to this right now, we had a game on Saturday you know I knew nothing about it big opener Scotland versus England Six Nations game it was I'm not joking right my Apple watch was like go to the hospital go to the hospital (laughs) go to the hospital every like five ten minutes it's like what is my heart rate 131 134 133 I was like oh my god so you were only half joking when when you messaged me the other day then yeah it was like go to the hospital right? no (laughs) I'll miss the fucking game, so mate. No, we'll miss this game, but I'm not joking, <laughs> Jamie. I think my arsehole's like... Eat, 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 the entire way through, <laughs> it was fucking atrocious. <laughs> uh, but obviously, we ended up winning, and it was a glorious, glorious, glorious day. But when we get to the proper the area part, I'll indulge more, because a lot happened over the weekend.
3: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: Yeah, so, Jamie, do you Hello, find it's, what, do you find this really weird to start with, right... Why do some people get on a bus, pay for a bus ticket and get off at the next stop? I've no idea. It's sheer laziness. I've never understood that. I don't get it. People, old people, totally understand. People with massive bags of shopping, totally understand. Get and people, and um, people with disabilities, totally understand. But then you see these people get on. They're like, they'll get on, they'll pay two, three pound, whatever it is, and go five yards. Yeah, I've never got it. And you're like, oh, Really? Yeah. You, you're all right. Like you're wasting. You're even wasting. my I've got places to be. I don't need to drop you. Off. It's like it's like a
3: um, like a shit version of Mum and Dad taxi, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah I don't. Ridiculous. I don't get it. I always want the, the bus to get stuck in traffic just to make them take even longer. No, like they could have walked it quicker. Melon. I know, but it, just for that that fun that it could have like got there quicker if they'd walked. Well, I suppose yeah. I was just I was just because it happened today, so I was just a bit like.
1: Really? Like, why? Just if we go, oh, we're going down Newport Road. It's a Newport Road is a very fucking long road in Cardiff. And it's just, got, it's just shops all the way down, most of it, for most of it, all the way down. Mm. And this guy got on at one by like Aldi and then he got off by B&M. And I was like, you could have walked
3: that faster. <laughs> right? That makes no sense. I don't, I don't get it. And it's always just, young people as well. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like, you're the one that's got more energy. you got more energy than me, and I'm not even old. Fucking walk. I get, I get, I run out of breath, run up the stairs. Same.
1: <laughs> it's like, especially when I'm at work and we've got to get something from an uptime, you're like, oh, you, you, you're joking, aren't you? Because <laughs> like, we've got loads of stairs, there's no lift. Weirdly, Same. get get shouted out by having no lift. You used to have a lift. We never, we never did. You did. You had to have, to have a lift. We've never had a lift. So where's the lift gone? Why have you got rid of the lift? We never had a lift. But we had a lift and I can't go upstairs.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, you floor? think
3: there would be a lift if you've got to go upstairs for things with disabled people. But... That's fair. We have, then... we have, we have downstairs test rooms. They're all right. Oh, that's all right.
1: They're making up the fact there used to be one. That's a bit weird. I literally, I literally one woman actually shh, like screamed at me. Why? And I was just like, We've never had one (laughs) There was
3: one last week
1: Yeah (laughs) I should go upstairs then Um,
3: (laughs) But yeah, anyway, Jamie, how are we doing? I'm very well, I'm actually not as tired as you think I'd be Considering it's a 20 to midnight right now Because, you know, late night recording Late night
1: recording Again, and I said last week, why do people fucking love going to them gigs? I've no idea. I could enjoy. Oh yeah, this is a this is a tune. This is a fucking tune. This is yeah. What's the next song? Oh, you know what? Absolute bangers. These. Let's throw all the shapes. Yeah,
3: it's exactly the same. Hooray! <laughs> oh, I do really want to go to a death metal gig and throw shapes? Then not that long. That sounds like a good <laughs> fun. To be fair. <laughs> the lyrics are so deep
1: <laughs> but it like just retouches me emotionally like it really just speaks to me like it just it opens up like the ventricles of my heart and just uh, I I really I really feel that you know the, the the abyss of my butt sack like just really like speak to me a lot
3: like uh, yeah <laughs> When I heard of a new genre of music this week, i have never heard of it before. Have you ever heard of horrorcore? Oh, for fuck's sake, what's this? It's, it's basically rap music about like killing people, like in horror movies. It's fucking weird. Is that like, I'm gonna cut you open and like spill your guts on the floor? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? It just reminded me of that scene in Scary Movie. I'm gonna slash and dash, cutting up a hole in your ass. <laughs> I got one, I got one, I got one, here it goes, right? I'm gonna slash and gash, cut another hole in your ass, spill blood on the walls, and play tennis with your balls. If the phone rings, don't answer that call. Gonna slit your throat, fuck you like a goat, peel your foreskin off, and make a winner coat.
1: Peace! (laughs) Ever since scary movie. What? Sorry, can't. Ever since scary movie? I can't join in, sorry. Holy
3: shit. I know there's a lot of films you've never seen, but that I thought was on there.
1: But talking about music, I saw a, a meme earlier which really made me laugh, which was like rap music of the nineties. So it's like um nowadays everybody and to put in the gas. Somebody said, "If it comes out when they move the lips, a bunch of gibberish." one of that? And forgot about dream. Dream. And It's like rap music now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Work, 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 work. Brella, Ella, Ella. Like, oh, there's just no lyrics anymore. It's like, can you say no?
3: Don't worry about it. Absolutely fine. Let's put that auto-tune up. Although mumble rap is literally the worst and greatest thing in the world. Like, what the fuck is mumble rap? So you could literally say whatever you wanted. Yeah, pretty much. It's like... What are you doing? Wow, this is the old man podcast. This is what this is. I don't understand the youth of today. (laughs)
1: One of the the girls that works at at where I work um, called one of the other girls I work with old because she has Facebook.
3: What? Yep. What do people have now? TikTok, apparently. That's not social media. That's like little videos. Um, What does the kid say? Don't at me, bro. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Don't at me, boomer. Whatever Whatever that is. Don't shift me, kid. Don't That's tab, a new one. Don't tap me, son. <laughs> <laughs> don't f6 that f9 all right.
3: <laughs> Respect the fam. Dan.
1: just yeah. <laughs> I don't
3: know. This what? really is the fucking old man podcast. That's exactly <laughs> what I wanted
1: for Jason Page, especially. This is exactly <laughs> what I wanted. <laughs>
3: just moan about their youth. No, but it just, I, I just,
1: I feel like we were born in a. Re- I know you probably wants to be born a bit earlier. But I was, I'm really happy with the generation I was born into. I'm really happy that I was a proper late 80s, early late 90s
3: kid. I oh don't no, Music-wise, I wish I was born earlier. But other than that, I'm happy when I was born. It's a good... Mid-80s, mid, yeah, mid 80s, good. good year. It's a good genre. Good genre. i got the fucking Power Rangers in my youth. I was born in a good year. That's as far exactly, as I'm concerned. Exactly, yeah. Damn, Skippy. Anyway, how are you? And Transformers and Thundercats.
1: <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Oh didn't they do an Inspector catch its son? Show? Did they? I think they did. It was like the little the little one. Did they?
3: I'm pretty sure they did. Top Cat. you remember Top Cat? I remember Top Cat. T C. Used to bore me a little bit, I think. It was alright. Wasn't the biggest fan. Yeah, it's hanging it, fame tune though. Da, 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 Top Top Cat. Cat. And his friends call him T C okay. Anyway, yeah. How are you? <laughs>
1: I'm good, man. I'm, I'm a little tired. It's been uh, what's 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 fucking new. Um, it's, been, it's been a week, though. It's been a it's been the weekend, especially, absolutely destroyed me. It's funny because I I am being tired, and I
3: start yawning, Jamie. <laughs> you do say to it's, it's like so your weird. body just acknowledges it.
1: Yeah, but it goes, you know, what, actually, it, it, it's it's right. It's actually right. Lungs,
3: spleen. How are you tired? You, 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 yeah, we're all tired over here too. Just in case the podcast listeners don't believe him, let's make him yawn.
1: Yeah. That's just an image that the appendix is talking to my thigh or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so I'm a little bit tired, thigh. How are you? Yes, I'm good. I was chatting to the ankle a couple of days ago, you know. It's like this boy never rests. Uh, This boy never (laughs) rests. But uh, nose wants to know if you can sneeze now. It's Like a
3: really weird version of Inside Out. That'd be a wicked version of Inside Out. Instead of emotions, it was just the body parts thoughts of each other. Yeah. The dad's just like, Oh, Mindy's, I've had it. The heart's just like, Yep, yeah, still going every eight seconds.
1: Can't really just, you know, it's gotta keep going. It's, it's like it's like a gym nut.
3: The heart's like the gym nut, it just keeps going, like, yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> Tom's watching the football heart. Arsehole, are you ready? Let's go! <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: but yeah, other than that, man, I'm really good. I'm really fucking happy that we beat the English on Saturday.
3: I can only imagine. Um, I was checking the school to keep an eye on it.
1: <laughs> it was just... The whole game was just so close the entire way through, so that's, it was just... Um, yeah, it was nuts. But I love it, so we're off to a flying start. Um, and I'm really fucking pumped up because our next game is against Wales
4: Ooh.
1: in Cardiff.
4: Ooh. And it's the
1: first game that I'm going to get to experience living here with fans. That's going to be so interesting. So I'm really looking forward to it. The Scottish, the boys are in town. I think they're here in a couple of days. So I'm going to be like, what hotel are they at? Can you tell me what hotel they're
3: at, please? going to say, go hang outside the stadium be like, do you want to come on my podcast, please? <laughs>
1: Mate, there was a. I shared a video of Stuart Hogg after the game. He's our captain, and he's my lord and savior. I fucking love that man so much. I don't know if you might have seen it, where it was the end of the game. At the end of the game, when the whistle, when they kicked the ball out and the the whistle went, and he just
4: went.
1: I Far on punches. He's like screaming, going mental. That was literally me. <laughs> it's still me now I, was gonna say. <laughs> I literally I wanted to work and all the effort that I worked with as well she was just like the Scots here the Scots here yeah come on that's, <laughs> that's was awesome so, so cool <laughs> but, uh, yeah, awesome. Thank you, thank you so that uh, was a beautiful beautiful moment what have you been doing with yourself my son
3: I've actually been quite busy holy shit I know mostly it has been the work 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 but uh, this weekend... I uh... <laughs> What, sorry? No, you heard. The quack, 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 quack. I thought you said something else. You think the wank, 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 quack, 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 quack. There is like an ill duck.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> quack, quack, quack,
1: quack, Like he's like struggling to quack properly. Quack, quack,
3: quack, quack, quack. Duck with a
1: sore throat. Decrepit and
3: old. Quack, quack, quack. It's no longer the old man podcast, it's now the old duck podcast.
1: Daniel <laughs> Russ, where are you?
3: <laughs> yeah. But no, it'd be good. I'm almost on season three of Agents of Shield. I've got like two episodes left of season two.
1: Nice. Enjoying.
3: Yeah, absolutely loving. Forgot how good this show. I forgot how good Carl McLaughlin was as um Zabba, as the uh, Daisy's dad. Just oh, that man is wonderful. Um, I've also been watching the new series Pam and Tommy on Disney Plus. Do you know anything about this? Oh, Have you yes. heard about it? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, anyone that knows me knows I'm a huge Motley Crue fan. I'm a huge Tommy Lee fan. I love all his solo stuff and whatnot. So I, I had to watch this show. It's, it's brilliant and weird all at the same time. Man has a full-blown conversation with his penis. And you see the penis moving. The eye of the penis, like, moves when he has a conversation with it. What? Yeah, you heard. In Tommy's book... His dick talks like talks like he's talking about sleeping with a girl, and his dick's like, "Yeah, I remember that. It was great." Like you see it like written differently in his autobiography. Uh, why I don't know, but in the show, he's literally having a conversation with his penis, and it's up, and it's like looking at him, going, "Yeah, I know what you mean, man." And you can see his japside. It's fucked up. What's the Sebastian Stan got his dick out for the for the episode? The show. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's his actual one. Because it doesn't look real, but it's. But my favourite thing about it is a. It's on Disney Plus. Why is Tommy Lee like? I
1: don't. I don't get it. Uh, I, yeah, it's, it's such. It's
3: such a wanker thing to do. It is a very wanker thing to do. But yeah, right. Drugs. Eighties. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, I also have rekindled my love for a certain band. <sighs> Do you remember the band Him? Yes. Like, I've always been a huge fan of this band. Now, the other, I was talking to my best mate, Claire, Listen, we were talking about it for ages. And the other day, I think I listened to them for about three hours, just like sing along. we oh, I love this song. Oh, I love this song. Just singing along, like constantly playing them. Like I'm going through a Him phase, it seems. Winds of a Butterfly? Of course. Absolutely great. I so, oh, love that band. I was listening to them again earlier. can't stop listening to them. Uh, I had the kids stay over this weekend as well, which is always nice. Wonderful. How was that? It was beautiful. We made pizzas. Okay. We made macaroni cheese. I made What's Its macaroni cheese. I was waiting for that face. It's basically m- macaroni cheese with bacon in it, because why not? And then a layer of What's Its on the top to give it like a crust. And it was Oh, okay. It was, oh, it was delicious. And I also made an Oreo cheesecake. I've been a little wizard in the kitchen this weekend. You love your baking, though, don't you? I do love a bit of baking. And it was, oh, fantastic cheesecake. I'm good at cheesecake. I've decided I'm good at cheesecake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, just,
3: I just thought back,
1: sorry, just to interrupt really quickly. But we're talking about him. So i, I should be listening to him. I have you? How
3: is he? No, him, the band Him. <laughs> How is he? Is he all right? Is he well? <laughs> I've never understood, I know the name, it's an acronym for His Infernal Majesty, but it was like, what a weird name for a band, especially a band that plays music like that. What's your band's name?
1: Him. Are you religious? (laughs) No, as in Uh, him.
3: As in him over there. (laughs) And also, do you remember me saying a little while ago, I tried to book a week off work and they're like, you can have the first half of the week off. But not the end of the week. Oh, well, yeah, they did that. But I managed to get the rest of the week off, which means I'm actually going to a wedding at the end of the month. Oh, shit. Who's but honestly, my granddad is getting married. My granddad I haven't seen since I was three years old. Wait, what? what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, my, my 74-year-old granddad's getting married. <laughs> really? That's amazing. <laughs> He's been with this woman for four years and decided to get married. I'll go. be honest with you, Jay. I didn't expect that. No, no, no one does. Every time I say I'm going to my granddad's wedding, they're like, Are you "Going to your what now?" Man? <laughs> so, yeah. How many
1: people do you reckon have actually been able to go to some of old, like, in their family,
3: their grandfather or grandmother's weddings? How much knows? Oh, that's just so rare. I just love the fact that I haven't seen him since I was three years old, and he's like, "Do you want to come to a wedding?" I was like, maybe my grandfather. I haven't met since I was three on his wedding day." Okay, why not? Let's go. Why was this since? If they don't mind. Just family dramas He moved down south Never really been an opportunity Sort of Yeah It's not a big elaborate story But yeah Just never really Come around Mum or dad's side Dad's side But dad's dad So I'm going to Weymouth For the weekend I'm gonna Go to a wedding But obviously I've not Been anywhere nice Like wedding or anything Since I lost the weight So I've had to buy A brand new suit Oh nice Can't wait for that to turn up I'm gonna look like A dapper sexy man Yeah My blue suit Incredible. I'll, I'll fucking wait. Um, but yeah, that's about all I've been up to, really. But I did want to ask you a question. Cause I was on my way home from work and I was listening to Kiss Alive Free. Of course. You know. he, of course. And he got me thinking about live albums. What's your thoughts on live albums? Because some people fucking hate them and then other people love them. I don't understand them. Um I've never listened to a
1: live album in my life. Apart really? from, apart from, Braden sent me his new one, which will be releasing soon. So, which is really good. Of course, with Braden, because you can. Well, you can. You can really hear the passion in his voice as well. Like, the, uh, he really belts some lyrics, Like, oh, I love stuff like that. I tell her, like Aaron Lewis is probably the only other person I've listened to live because his voice is just liquid chocolate. <laughs> um. So. Like, where he does, like what because he went country, didn't he? After stained, he did. Yeah. I know Stained stayed it back together, but he went country and he did like what hurts the most covers. He did like all of his songs, but live his voice is just exactly as it is recorded. So just listen to him. And he and like when he's live, he really belts some stuff out. And it's just how do I describe it? You know, when like uh, singers really belt something and you could just you can just really feel it and you want oh, to yeah. keep going, yeah. So he a lot, Aaron Lewis does a lot of that. So a bit of give or take, I think. I would listen to some live albums if it was people that I adore. So like Braden, like Aaron Lewis, et cetera. But I'm not really like
3: massively keen. What about you? So I really enjoy live albums for the reason you say. And I always find like, especially with a band like Kiss, like they've gone through so many different sounds throughout their career. Like depending on what point you listen to a live version, you're going to get a different sound of the song because they play it differently, whether it be faster, slower, heavier, whatnot. So you get something different, but... Yeah, I, I love live albums I always think the, the Biffy Clyro's live album They released like About 12 years ago I think now Is mwah, Superb But then there's people Like the wife Fucking hates live albums She does not listen to them She can't stand them So, it's re- so you, you've really shit on me now I think I need to Take it all back You just bought another one No, because I, I own three <laughs> I've never listened to a live album apart from this one, this one, this one, this one, this
1: one. This one, this one. I've got I've got Biffy Claros <laughs> on vinyl. Uh, it comes with a DVD, so you can watch it as well. Yes, I've, I've got, got that. Parkway Drives, mm. and I've got um, Stains. Oh, there you go. So you've got more than one, then? <laughs> yeah. So obviously, I mentioned Aaron Lewis. So, but yeah, Stained in a show recently, um, and it did, they only released a certain amount of copies. It's like Ghost, Grey, and Black Smoke. It's lush. Yeah, but I have that as well. So I tell a lie, I do listen to live albums. I'm so sorry, Jamie. I completely (laughs) went, fuck are you on about? Of course I don't do that. But I listen to these seven, all right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'm intrigued. Listeners, please get it. I'm I'm intrigued on this. What are your thoughts on live albums? Because it seems to be quite a mixed reaction to it. Yeah, all eight of you. Please let us know what's going on. Yes, all eight. Of which none of you will let me know. But still, I'm asking anyway. How was was the trampoline park? I was literally about to say that. I forgot to mention I went to a trampoline park. Yes, went to a trampoline park on Sunday. Loved it. So much fun. Like fucking jumping in the foam s- squares or what and just jump. I had like a slam dunk basketball thing. I think it took me twenty attempts to get it in the freaking net. Which oh, sand- slam? Which- yeah, slam ball. Yeah, you literally like bounce on the trampoline. Yeah, to slam dunk it. I so could not. I could not do that. That's not- that used to be an actual sport. That used
1: to be an actual game. Slam really? ball. Oh yeah. That's amazing, and you can wipe people out and stuff
3: in midair. <laughs> I'm so cool. There's this thing on, like it's on the wall, like lights, and you have to hit the lights. You got to like bounce high to get the higher ones. Like, really good fun. Absolutely loved it. My God, was I like knackered! And when I woke up this morning, because we went yesterday, my shoulders hated me. My shoulders and my knees were just like old man. Now you suffer for the physical exercise. <laughs>
1: That's why we got to old man conversation topics earlier. Yes, because uh, I, I
3: have aged overnight. I'm now a decrepit old man.
1: I really feel, though, that we should go.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Me and you. Yes. And record it and film it. that to be hilarious. I really
3: wanted to take pictures and videos and stuff, but you, they were like, don't take your phone in. Don't take any photos. What? Oh. Who said that? It was one of the rules there. Like You can not oh. take your phone in. I know, I was gutted. But yeah, it's great fun. And you know, like, in Gladiator, so you fight with the sticks. you got to try dual, and knock. Yeah. They, they had Jewel there, so me and Harrison had a go on that. Me and Becky had a go on that. Ooh, great fun.
1: I do. I just got an envision in my head of my other half trying to hit the lights. She wouldn't even touch one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she I wouldn't know. hit the bottom one jumping as high as she could. Oh, bless her. So <laughs> fucking lush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's took a you're, just, you're just thinking about bouncing up and down on the trampoline aren't you? yeah anyway how
1: have you what have you been up to so well where do i begin uh um, beginning let's start at the beginning that's where most things start thanks cup of cheer <laughs> i feel like that. it's fantastic um what have i been doing re a lot um i've had like every weekend off like five weeks Oh, nice. Uh, because they messed the rota up at one point by putting me in on the weekend I booked off. So they gave me the weekend I could have worked off because they thought I was that off. And then it was all a massive hoo-ha of shit. <laughs> so I have I think I've worked Monday to Friday for like five weeks. And this is my last week doing it. So uh, Because obviously the Six Nations is currently on. So I was trying to get as many weekends off as possible so I could watch the mighty Scots. Um,
3: Typically, now you want the weekends off, you're back in.
1: Oh, no, I don't want next week. No, because there's a a bye week next week. So, um, Because they have gaps in between. Anyway, um, yes, I've been re a lot. Um, I've said we haven't interviewed for a while. No. Really missing that. I've been recording, of course. Um, What did I do last week? Not a whole hell of a lot. I finished The Stranger. I started Safe. I'm enjoying that at the moment. I'm episode five now. Mm-hmm. been loving a lot of Harlan Coburn at the moment. So he's also got... Um, he's an author, but most of his books now are Netflix. But three of them are in English. The rest are in of foreign, with Dubbed okay. Over. So I'm going to, have to watch those at some point, I think. Um, and obviously Murderville's out now, so I really want to watch that with Will yeah. Arnett. Yeah, same. Um, I want to talk. So we've been like... Me and the other half have been going from 24 to Safe and then to The Responder or BBC player. Oh, we spoke about that last week. Is it good? I've not watched it. Two episodes in. It's When it first began, I was like, yeah, it's all right. Because my mum was like, you must watch it, you must watch it, you must watch it, you must watch it. I want to talk about it. If you watched it? I want to talk about it. Have you watched it yet? I watched the first episode and me, me and the other half were like, it's all right. And then Dead Bodies showed up in it and, and the other half was like, right, okay, I am I'm interested. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> she was straight in like, yeah, okay, let's, let's talk about this then. It's good. Martin Freeman with a Scouse accent weird. I don't like that Scouse accent anyway.
3: It's weird, uh, but he pulls it off, doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds really good, well.
1: yeah. Um, I mean, it's Obviously, it's about mental health and working night shifts, that sort of thing. So it's quite like, for the now, it's quite gritty. Um, but it's good. I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it. There's a lot of issues addressed in it, I think, that because uh, Hammer a lot home for some people. So I do recommend, I do recommend... Um, so yeah, Safe's really good with Michael C. Hall, or Dexter, for people that know him that way, that um, are really enjoying that at the moment as well. So I bought three of Harlan Coben's books off, uh, I found this amazing website, right, called World of Books, mm. and it's got books there for like two quid. Oh, nice. It's people that just gone, they don't want them anymore. I was like, oh, so I, I bought three for oh, like nice. seven pounds. So cheers then. So I'm really forward to reading those along with my other five books that I've bought, I've purchased. I was
3: about to say, you keep saying you're buying books, but you're not really said about reading them.
1: <laughs> but this it seems to be a lot of people that I I've, I've, I have found myself now buying a lot of books at like two, three pounds. And then I'm like, but I've still got seven to go through yet. <laughs> I've still got Jim Carrey, John Collis, uh, Bill Cower, the former Pittsburgh Steelers uh coach. Doddy Weirs just released his brand new one, Doddy's Diary. I bought that on Sunday. Um I've got Billy Connolly to get through as well. And then the Harlan Coburn ones are coming. You might want to start reading them. I was reading a bit of Doddy earlier. So oh, I was just go. reading a bit of Doddy, which I was very much enjoying. Speaking of Doddy, his obviously the man has MND, bless him. And um, they're doing a massive bike ride from Murrayfield, which is obviously in Edinburgh, Scotland's home ground. And they're cycling the ball. All the way down to the Principality on Saturday for the game. The match balls get me cycled for from Moorfield all the way to the Principality. That's pretty cool. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely cool. incredible. Yeah. So I'm going to go. Hopefully, and uh, see them turn up. I think they turn up at like midday or one o'clock or something. The game kicks off at two fifteen. So um, yeah. So quite a lot of former rugby players are cycling down with the match ball. It'd be unbelievable. That's cool. Um, So yeah, I'm really enjoying his book at the moment. Um, Very sad, but very funny at the same time. Mm. Um, So yeah, that's good. So yeah, so the weekend, I went back to Cheltenham to go see Paul and go see some friends and go to the rugby and that sort of thing. So I went to Gloucester Rugby on Friday night with Paul to watch Gloucester London Irish. Saw our boy Cal. Um, Yeah, so it was good. Uh, We arranged to meet up on Sunday. Uh, game was good Gloucester won but it took me five hours to get back to Helen and Jasper's where I was staying um, five hours to get from Gloucester to Shelton I was joking I was I was a but it, it did take like an hour oh, that's a bit better because I got the bus I got the bus at quarter to ten and I got off at ten past eleven whenever Jesus. I called you yeah it's absolutely yeah. ridiculous um, sorry so I had to have some water then. I got, I'm quite dry Jay quite dry oh. um, went to the pub uh, no, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. I met Ollie. I saw Ollie for the first time in year and like months with his good new girlfriend Haley. Met her. Um, I went for Cozy club. Had breakfast. It was really nice, really lush to see them. And then I went and met Paul, Jenny, Terry, and his dad Gary for the rugby, uh, Ireland, Wales, and Matt turned up. Matt Roberts. Hey. She does music yet? Yeah, so I saw Matt as well, which is lush. Watched the Irish smash the Welsh. Um, and then obviously it was England Scotland. So on my way on Friday on the train, I had my Scotland jacket on, but I had my music on, so I was just minding my own business. As I was getting off the train at Gloucester, this guy grabbed, grabbed my wrist. And I was like, you are right there? What's going on? And he was like, good luck tomorrow. Enjoy the game. So in my head, I went, okay, well, I better put my accent on just to make this a bit more believable that I'm not, you know, a Scottish guy with an English accent because everyone goes are you really from there so <laughs> I literally went like oh thanks mate it's gonna be a great game I'm really excited about it to be honest with you uh should be I was like on paper we look fantastic but normally we beat ourselves a lot so and he was like oh yeah you know looking at the Scottish team it looks incredible um you yeah, know but uh, you know we'll see what happens on the day I was like oh, absolutely mate absolutely it's like but Enjoy the game anyway, wherever you're watching it and uh, I'll, I'll see you soon. And then he just, he hugged me and he went, fuck the Welsh, fuck the Welsh. In my ear, I was like, whoa, all right. No worries at all. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I literally do. So, because I've hey. my... My girlfriend's Welsh.
3: Anyway. Um, I love the fact you did the accent because you didn't want to look stupid. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Although, I, I, I was trying to
1: incorporate more in, in, into my, my <coughs> talk normally anyway because I want to kind of, like, get used to having it back, because it'd be great to have it back. Anyway, it didn't end there. I went over the bridge, got to the, the turnstiles where you scan the ticket to walk through.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, And a police officer went, excuse me, mate, can you come here, please? I, what? What? And over a place. Oh, my bum's off. So I was like, uh, okay. And he went, up against the wall, please. Like, <laughs> Okay like, what about what an officer, what's going on? And he went, I really like your jacket, good luck for tomorrow. I was like, <laughs> you fucking arsehole. Like, obviously, I couldn't say that. I was like, you fuck. So I turned around and I was like, oh, I'll be honest with you, officer. I thought I'd done something wrong then, to be honest with you. And he was like, no. Nah. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> what's like, an arsehole? He, he just smiled at me and went, have a good night.
3: Oh, that is absolutely brilliant. What a dick but in the then, nicest way. Watching the
1: game on Saturday, and there was this, just this um, all the England fans were like, Yeah, good luck. What's the score? going to be like, you know, head or heart, head or heart. And I said, we were going to win by three. Oh. Um, but there was this one knobhead that just, just wouldn't calm down. Okay. So he was like, it was screaming, England fan, screaming throughout the whole game, like shout at TV. Like he clearly didn't oh, understand yeah. what, the, what a drunk, I assume. Anyway, so then he was trying to bait me in the second half. He was trying to bait me more. He's like shouting stuff, and I was, just, I was like, I'm scared ignore him. Um, so when we got the penalty try with like ten minutes left, he's going, "It's not a fucking penalty try. What the no, fuck? It's not? It was. It was a hundred percent a penalty try." Um, but then. There was four scrums was like the clock had gone red and i was like oh my god and england were in our half and we wheeled a scrum which you can't do and i was there going we fucked it we fucked it i was like i don't believe it but the ref didn't give the penalty and i was like oh england played it out the back we're passing it lost possession we got it back and I was going kick it out kick it out like i was going hoggy kicks it out final whistle goes this lad was like Fucking bullshit. Fucking shit. It's like going mental, like, fucking Scottish wankers. So I got up and just went, get it. Like I was literally going, yes. <laughs> and he turned around and went, come on, then. Come oh, on, then. Fucking oh. So I stood around and waved it and went, have a good night, mate. Take it easy. Bye. <laughs> How's that result for you? <laughs> Because you could see all the other English people, like, everyone around him was just like, chill, how am I just sit down? What's Fucking wrong with you? game, Christ's yeah. sake. It's not football. And then I met Damo and Liam afterwards uh, hey. for a couple of drinks. That was really nice. Um, and then left. So saw some family on Sunday. Saw Carl on Sunday. Saw my old housemate Alice on Sunday. Um, had coffee and then came back. See my wonderful other half last night, and we just kind of watched TV again. I and mean, we had a roast; it was so nice, Ooh. so so nice. Yeah, it's lush. Sounds like you've had a good week. It's been a banger, mate. It's been a best. Let's do it again. Wales is Saturday. That's going to be interesting for you. I that is going wait. to be interesting. Cannot wait. The way they played. Cheers to the win.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I might wow. be in words next week. Let's find out. Let's find out next week. Yeah. Well, now we're uh, all caught up shall we uh, should we get cozy stay cozy are you here
1: hey jamie do you like being cozy i do and do you like staying cozy i like that even more then it's heading over to
3: www.staycozyclothing.com where you can find hoodies tees sweaters and much much more And just enter The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. And make sure you follow them on the Instagram at Stay Cozy Clothing to keep up to date with all the new designs. Remember, guys, that's The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive
1: 10% off your order. And now back to this week's episode.
3: Jay? Hello, sir. (sighs) It's time for Callum's treachings. Yeah, it is.
2: Do you want to know something? Callum will be able to tell you, and Callum's treachings. It's cereal soup. Ooh.
1: <laughs> I
3: love how excited you get about these. <laughs> I really, really. It's the do. best part of my week. Really? Especially after last week because that was fucking incredible.
1: Right. So, Jamie. Hello. We're going to start off with a question and answer. Okay. Jamie,
2: what is Trichner's this week? So this one's a quick question for the two of you. Um, in a completely cannibalistic world, what would be the best cut of meat on a human? And there is a right answer. Oh. Okay, what would be the best
3: cut of meat on a human rump? It's gonna have to be rump. Well, it depends If it's me, you're gonna starve to death because I've got no ass. I'm like Hank Hill. But if you're I the wife, that... then you're sorted for weeks. So I'm torn. I think I'm just trying to think, like, because I want to make a
1: joke out of it, but because I'm I'm, he's got an answer there's it's an, it's an answer straight after this oh okay so I'm like I think it's the ass because the thighs maybe Well, it's not really a cut though is it
3: I'm, trying, it's, I'm not I honestly haven't why this is weird question to sit here thinking about <laughs> what is the meatiest part of <laughs> a human but as you know Jamie it's yeah. definitely the hamstring yeah. <laughs> mm, so tasty I reckon it's got to be the thigh. You it's the the thigh? more I'm thinking about it, I think it's got to be the thigh.
1: Well, I'm going for ass. You're going for thigh, yeah? Yeah.
2: Callum, what's the answer, mate? Now the answer uh, would have to be something that is um, least used as a muscle, purely because those are, those tend to be the better cuts of meat on um, most animals that we eat as as a food source so the best cut of me on a human would be a there's a small muscle in um your lower leg that primates and monkeys have as well um that they use to grab things with their feet as we humans don't really have the use for that um that muscle would probably be the most tender uh unfortunately though it's tiny so it would be a mouthful at best
3: <laughs> what my ex-girlfriend used to say about me i'm joking <laughs> it's a
1: mouthful but it'd be the most tender what is it two inch
3: <laughs> <laughs> <If only>. um, <laughs> that was awesome well, i actually really enjoyed that i, mean, I was like this is going on forever, bro. I'm loving it. This is really important. Yeah. Teach me That's more, it. Mr. Treacher. Yeah. Keep teaching me. I'm, I'm quite intrigued by what you have to say. As Did I know you? he works in a gym and learns stuff about the body. So I feel like he's had this learnt something this week. He's like, I have an idea
4: <laughs> and written
3: it down.
1: He yeah. told me he told me yesterday, he was like, there's a plethora. <laughs> the, the book is massive. He goes, don't worry. We're not going to be running out of treachers anytime soon. Get in. Which is wonderful. So, but now we've learned something. I kind cart. of like. I kind of like it. I kind of like that a lot. I liked that. I enjoyed that. That was fun. Maybe you should try and get a question answering every week, Cal, if you can. We learned something new this week. So, should we have? Uh, should we have some treachings? Go on, then, Jamie. What else is Callum treaching us
2: this week? When we clean out a vacuum cleaner, we become a vacuum cleaner.
1: not wrong i know well, i love that That's something <laughs> think about though isn't it you literally become what you are doing
3: i am one with the vacuum cleaner <laughs> i am the vacuum cleaner <laughs> <laughs> it, i've got to this fucking rug again it, it
1: means you've got to do it twice oh no because you wouldn't yeah. do it every time would you you wouldn't have to do it every single time no i, rem- but- I remember i remember when i moved into my flat this is back in 2019 and my sister was like, do you want a Hoover? Because I've got one that you can use. And I was like, oh, I'd love one. Thanks, Em. And like, so I had it, used it, et cetera. And then when I moved in um, with my ex, and I was like, oh, I don't need this vacuum cleaner anymore. So I like proper cleaned it out, like proper. I was like, I'll sell this bad boy. It'd be beautiful. So proper <laughs> cleaned it out. And my sister sat around. She went, cool. Do you need that vacuum anymore, by the way? I see you're selling it. She goes, can I have it back? <laughs> you fucking. I could have left it dirty. I spent the whole morning like cleaning that out. You <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but I was like, but I can't say no because you're it to me for free. So, yeah. No, not
3: really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course you can have it back out. And it's brand spanking new now. Oh, but the amount of hair like, I had to cut out of oh, it. Was oh, it's grim. Absolutely grim. But weirdly, I really enjoy doing it. Is that odd? It's a little bit odd. I know what you mean, though. I like being a vacuum cleaner, but then I also really like the fact that when I'm using it, I like it when you're hoovering it and it goes like,
3: like... I was just about to say, I love the noise of a vacuum cleaner. When you hear the little bits go up, you're like, yes, so, satisfying. So satisfying, it's incredible. I know my carpet's clean now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you oh, look God. at the little bits on your carpet, like you're going to make a fucking good noise, you are. I oh can I'm going to save you till last.
1: <laughs> You're also really weird, you like to skirt in and you can see the dust like, just completely disappears as you go along. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck me, this is the old man podcast, Jesus Christ. It really is. Welcome to the Chronicles of Jason Page. Bloody hell, here we go. Like, <laughs> Jamie, what
2: else is going tricking us this week? When you are waiting for your waiter at a restaurant, you become the waiter. Oh, there's a
1: theme this week. I see. I see, I see what's going on here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not wrong. It is right. Why? When you ask for like the bill and stuff, why does it take so long? Well, I imagine because they're doing loads of different tables at the same time. But you think they'd want you to pay and get the fuck out so they can get someone else in?
1: I remember we, me and uh, me and the half with CGI is right for like a date night thing before Christmas, and um, they'd left a Christmas menu on the table. And so I ordered a drink off it, but it it like took like half an hour. And I was like, where the fuck's my drink at? And the girl came over she was like, oh yeah. So I didn't realise that the Christmas menu is the Christmas menu only. You can't actually order bits off it. And I was like, all right. And she went, so we're going to make it for you because we didn't realise. it's like, but we'll just set that menu. But it was like a chocolate orange, like cocktail y thing dude it was Ooh. the most unbelievable thing i've ever drank in my life um it didn't last very long but because it was but it
3: was absolutely delicious so basically it took so long because they were arguing over whether they should make it or not yeah <laughs> 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 it's like what the fuck is it you-
1: what would you fucking let about that for for fuck's sake it's gonna take-. because apparently the, the, the maker of the drinks was like what the fuck are you on about? What is that? Because <laughs> they had they didn't
2: know <laughs> why, why That's is it amazing.
1: Like? Why did they it didn't say that I couldn't pick off that many? That many was just sat there. Oh yeah, I've never understood that they set menu bollocks. Just let someone pick what they fucking want. She got she got her drinks and food and stuff, and I'm there going, "Where the fuck's my drink at?" This... Just,
3: you just see this when you look
1: over the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fists flying, kicking each other, <laughs> throwing bottles in the air. <laughs> oh, it was nice though. Sounds it. Yeah. So Jamie. Oh, it's another one. And finally, what else is Callum Treacher's this week?
2: Sharks probably have one of the only type of teeth that is socially acceptable to put on a necklace. <laughs>
3: Fucking incredible! Why do? Why it's only it's only Australians that do it. And my, my kids, salmon Harrison had them. They had shark tooth necklaces. I remember. Really? Yeah, I remember their mum brought them a while ago. That, why? I don't know. Why is that a thing? I don't know, but yeah, you can't get any other animals' tooth on a necklace, can you? I,
1: I just had a I just had a thought of like your boys walking down the street, and it's also just like, "Oh God, great mate, that's a great white shark right there." I look at that tooth. It's unbelievable. That, that's that's from Mickey. He was a bastard. i tell you I'd now. If you, you couldn't fucking surf around Mickey, he would fucking have you before you even knew it. it like, And that was from Stevens. But Stephen was a nice shark. He wasn't too bad. He was a hammerhead. So every now and again, we'd stroke his little head and he'd love it. And he'd come back and <laughs> go swimming off. Uh, but uh, then, unfortunately, Mickey killed Steven, So we had to fucking kill Mickey for killing Stevens. So we took the teeth and made it to a fucking necklace. So I really appreciate you buying that. Thanks too very much.
3: Really means a lot. Where'd you get it? Did you go to Sydney and get it from our shop? Got it from Western Superman. Oh, it's not even a real <laughs> fucking sharp tooth then. It's Probably obviously not. made of
1: plastic or something. It's obviously made of fucking... It's obviously Annie's when she was when she passed away. <laughs> <laughs> it's putting no granny teeth on fucking
3: necklaces and passing it for sharp teeth. I
1: see I what's like, going on right what there. What
3: animal's teeth would look awesome on a necklace? For some reason, my head's saying hippo. I don't know why. I'm right on a truck fucking tusk from an
1: elephant. <laughs> Like, just weigh you down, like drag. It make you look like you had a massive cock
3: because it's leaving a massive-, <laughs> <laughs> massive, trail behind you. <laughs> no one would fuck with you though if you had a fucking tusk hanging off your neck. Come on, on God. <laughs> you though? fucking say? What you fucking say, mate? <laughs> You'd be like, you look like you're about eighty, but you're only
1: like seventeen. <laughs> just the way keeping you weighed down. <laughs> You'd have like a
2: massive hunch. <laughs>
1: Oh, could you imagine Australians saying because obviously Australia's got the beach don't they Can yeah. you imagine an Aussie here Hard mate Gavin do you want to go down the fucking seaside <laughs> You want to go down the fucking seaside The seaside mate Yeah the seaside You know what I mean You
3: mean the fucking beach mate <laughs> Fucking hell That's so, not doing that, the Aussie accents right. It's probably one of the most British things ever the fact we call the beach the seaside <laughs> why do you call it the seaside because there's a sea and right by the side of it is the beach it's a seaside fucking ridiculous
1: <laughs> oh, is there any greater British food than eating fish and chips on the beach not at all in a newspaper
3: oh yeah definitely in the newspaper it's got to be in the newspaper
1: absolutely incredible I literally did it a couple weekends ago you did until a giant seagull tries to chase you and nick your chips
4: yeah,
1: I was buried in its vicinity, so you fuck up that. It still chases you and still shouts at you, bastard.
4: What?
3: Another yeah. fantastic edition of Callum's Treachings. Loved that, man. I loved the QA part. That was,
1: great. Well, that was lovely, great. Lovely little edition. Please keep that up, Cal. If you if you can, that would be brilliant to have that in that. It's so much fun. But, Jamie. Hello, sir. It's time for Tom's Journal. Oh, read from it. Oh. And welcome to another edition of Tom's Journal. Oh, I will. Don't you ever worry about that ever, all right? The journal is nice and juicy this week. It's nice and juicy. We like a juicy journal, yeah.
3: I do love them when they're big,
1: thick and juicy. So, Jamie, imagine this, okay? A statistics teacher in Gotham makes a graph comparing times (laughs) where Bruce Wayne goes on long vacations... With times, Batman gets beaten up really badly by villains to illustrate to his class how correlation does not equal causation. Imagine Dick Grayson's a uni student in that lecture, losing his goddamn mind. (laughs) The students come to the conclusion that Bruce Wayne goes on vacation specifically to beat Batman up. Actually, right? Actually, if I were in that class and not in the know and wanted to find the causative link I'd have it the other way around. Batman gets hurt. So Bruce Wayne, who whose galas and parties regularly get attacked by supervillains that Batman always seems to wind up saving him from, decides to lol nope out of Gotham until the resident superpowered loony ass
3: kicker is back in form. <laughs> lol nope. <laughs> <laughs> It does make me wonder how people did not put two and two together that Bruce Wayne well, is Batman.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you just have to be like, they're just going to have to go with it. Like just,
3: it's, it's the Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, the Dark Knight Rises, the one with Bane. And it's like, Batman has been gone for eight years. Bruce Wayne has been a recluse for eight years. Oh, look, Bruce Wayne's come back out of hiding. Oh, look, Batman come back. Really? <laughs> come on. <laughs> I love Batman, but come on! How are we gonna write it out? How are we gonna? How are we gonna? Eight years,
1: yeah, okay. How are we gonna make it like not seem as though Bruce is Batman? Like, how are we gonna do that? I don't know, Colin. Just, just fucking, <laughs> just think of something. All right, okay, Reggie. Whatever you say. <laughs> I'll make him a recluse for eight years, but I'll say that Batman was dead or something.
3: <laughs> it literally makes no sense. So funny. People of Gotham are fucking stupid.
1: I do love a Michael Caine Alfred. I'm not going to lie to you. I did like Michael Caine's Alfred. So, Jamie, this is a genuine poster that's put up in a library. Please do not eat in the library because the ants will get in and learn to read and get too smart and knowledge is power. But power corrupts, so
3: they'll turn evil and take over the world. That is fucking beautiful. That is a librarian with a sense of humor. I like that. Absolutely.
1: There were pictures of ants on the poster as well. <laughs> that makes it even better. I bet this a very Jamie themed journalist. I've week. noticed. Because now. Anakin. <laughs> is it possible to learn this power? Palpatine grins. Not from a Jedi. Which is why I use Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community where you can learn and teach just about anything. Get two months of Skillshare premium for free with the coupon code SHEAVE.
3: <laughs> that is fucking brilliant. And I always forget Palpatine's first name is Sheev. such a weird name.
2: That's oh, th- fucking
3: brilliant. I thought you'd enjoy that. Oh, I do like that. <laughs> I did wonder where this was going, and I didn't expect Skillshare. That was fucking brilliant. <laughs> That's
1: why I thought I want to sell it properly, just for maximum effect. <laughs> I do love the journal this week. It's, it is glorious. Oh, so Jamie, right, just thinking about it now. If you laid a blue whale lengthwise across a basketball court, yeah? Yeah. They'd have to cancel the game. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking I mean, love you. are right. They would. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll keep going, shall we? Please do. Should we have some Shakespeare?
3: Oh, go on. <laughs>
1: Shakespeare, but every instance of alas, where is alas, has been replaced with our shit. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Oh God! Then, oh shit! Poor Yorick! Hamlet, Act Five, Scene One. <laughs> oh shit! That love, so gentle in his view, should be so tyrannous and rough in proof. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh no! Oh shit! I'd rather hate myself for hateful deeds committed by myself. Richard the Oh shit! Poor country almost afraid to know itself. It cannot be called our mother, but our grave, Macbeth. <laughs> then people added more in, so, oh shit, thou hast misconstrued everything. <laughs> that fits
3: far too well.
1: And then someone else wrote, oh shit, what ignorant sin have I com- have I com- uh, committed?
3: <laughs> that also works really well.
1: Funny. <laughs> so there's, funny. There's me
3: thinking we were getting classy with a bit of Shakespeare, but we're going, oh shit. Instead of "Alas."
1: <laughs> um, also, have you heard the new Harry Potter book title? It's fucking shit. It's so weird. Not really a big fan of it, to be honest. Herpes genitalis and the philosopher's stance. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> but this is also really weird. For someone who didn't start a fire, Billy Joel sure is really defensive about it. Yeah, it's a really good point. <laughs> Great right, song. We didn't start uh, the fire. Um, so uh, one, of, one of my friends on Facebook put this nice substitute set for healthy diets. I thought it was a really, really good way to help people like change, like substitute the food out to make it a bit more healthy. So I'll pasta. So with pasta, zucchini. Okay. Chips. Just have Carrots. Milk, just drink almond milk. Almond milk is delicious, by the way. I love it. Uh, rice, just have cauliflower instead. No. Uh, butter, try sadness. <laughs> Actually, cheese, uh, no, no. Like right, Tacos, okay, this is getting stupid. I'm not doing it anymore.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, it. I it was like, Cheese, no, I'm done. <laughs> Fucking cauliflower rice, though, is the worst thing in the world. I've never tried it. Don't, it's vile. I love
1: cauliflower as well. Cauliflower cheese, man. Oh. I
3: love cauliflower. Cauliflower rice is disgusting and doesn't even taste like cauliflower. Noted. Noted, Jamie. Vile.
1: Yeah. Um, so I was looking through a menu and this restaurant I found has dessert on the menu called Baked Cookie Dough. Now, I'm no genius, <laughs> but isn't that a fucking cookie? <laughs> it's just cookies, right? <laughs> And uh, two entries from me. Okay. Ooh. When me and Callum were walking through Pitville Park having a, having a nice little coffee there, a, you know, a little wag, we saw a woman in a really big yellow dress like Belle from Beauty and the Beast, which blew our minds a little bit. Earlier, I'd seen two other girls in massive dresses, red and green. It was quite weird. We got to Pitville Park, and there's a guy with a push bike, you know, a bike that you sit on a, but he was dressed in full pilot gear. What the fuck was that like, happening in like, Cheltenham? Like old school pilot gear, like the goggles on the head. You know, like the like old school, not pilots now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The scarf, really big brown boots, like beige trousers. It was so weird. What the fuck was going on in Cheltenham? they there like just sipping a coffee, like yes, yes, quiet, enjoying the enjoying the lovely view. Yes, yes. But he'd made his bike like plain esque. I suppose I don't know. It was very weird. Very fucking weird. I was hoping you're going to say, like, those wings coming out of the best sides and everything. No, that would have cool. The there was <laughs> a, a cycle and, he, like, flaps and they just blew off. They'd be like, no fucking way. <laughs> and finally, Jamie, Helen had the Winter Olympics on yesterday. Okay. And there was a Canadian skater with probably <gasps> the most unfortunate name I've ever seen in my life. Do you want to know what it was? Go on. <laughs> it was uh, JT Blowman <laughs> oh dear it's pronounced Blumman but it's def- it's set it's but it says set- Blowman blow <laughs> oh that poor bastard
3: I know right that it's poor pre- pre- poor bastard
1: it's pronounced Blumman alright just say Blumman no don't call me Blowman
3: how many times has he had to defend himself in his life the poor bastard what about David Seaman <laughs> The Arsenal, yeah. the former
1: Arsenal goalkeeper, eh? Oh, it, I, I remember him. Gets a shot, gets a shot at him, Seaman covers the ball. <laughs> oh, long, I don't
3: know what that laugh was.
1: Long shot from Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> and that was another edition of my journal. That was a glorious edition of your Thank journey. you, sir. I very, very Thank much you very that. much. I'm pleased you did. Started off very Jamie Strong. It was. It was very, I felt With like was well, it was made just for me. Well, I try. I try sometimes. But, um, Jamie, Hello, before, we, before we go pick up that piece, I think we should hear from the guys at Audio Drama Feed. I think we
0: should indeed. Okay, let's do it. Hey there. I'm Frank Guglielmi, and I'm the narrator for the Audio Drama Feed featuring such audio dramas as Bounty Hunters, Marty and Mars, Val, Toby, and so much more. You can find all of these wonderful programs on Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or you can go to our website at www.audiodramafeed.com. We are thrilled to be affiliated with the Chronicles of Podcasts with Tom and Jamie. So, yes, please
1: go and check out Val Toby, Marty and Mars, Barney Hunters. Barney Hunters, I think season two is now ending. Uh, so go and check out the finale. Uh, and Val Toby season two is on the way. I think we should get to what we've all been waiting for. Yeah, we should. This interview's phenomenal. Here's the piece of resistance. Welcome to the chronicles of Jason Page. Jason is most well-known for singing the theme song to Pokemon, which ended up becoming a global phenomenon. He also does jingles. He does voiceover work. He's been on stage with people like, I don't know, Michael Jackson, maybe? Maybe try Meatloaf? <laughs> I mean, there was nothing worse. Then, obviously, Meatloaf passed on the day we interviewed, yeah. and he didn't know. So there is a very slight moment of where we went, oh, fuck, sorry, Jace.
3: Yeah, this might be one of the most awkward moments in podcasting history for me. Because, <laughs> yeah.
1: Other than that, it was just incredible
3: on this... so many levels. If anyone has seen our interview with Slaydoggy, They know it is one of the most chaotic yet beautiful things you'll ever watch. This tops it. This is chaotic. This is mental, but it's also informative, inspiring, funny. Just, I love everything about this interview. Even if I did have to tell a man that a man that he's worked with and was close with at one point passed away. That bit was fucking awkward. But other than that, absolutely... Incredible, and the fact that this man realizes how much the Pokemon fans have embraced him and brought him into the fold, and the fact that he's really embraced that, and you could see how much he appreciates it—it's—it's it's really beautiful. This man has done so much stuff. It's ah, oh, yeah, I love this so much.
1: But he plays a lot of jingles. He sings a lot of songs. He even made his own theme song for the show, which is it? Made, like just. Everything about it was fantastic. And even in the quick fire round at the end, you get a brand new song in there as well. Um, you also get to hear an updated techno housey dance version of the Pokemon theme song as well. Um, Which is amazing. And even his phone went off by accident, but his, the- his ringtone was incredible. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it anymore, guys. This is probably one of the best interviews we've ever had Jason was just an inspiration he's a really really lovely guy like really wonderful human and I'm really excited for you all to hear this Jamie
3: any final words thank you so much Jason this was incredible thank you for taking
1: the time out Jason ladies and gentlemen here we go go Ladies and gentlemen, interviewing this week, he is a jingle artist, a singer of one of the most popular cartoon theme songs ever made, Pokemon. It's Jason page Yeah, Yeah,
4: yeah. Jason Page. Of
0: of 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 With Am I live, Chronicles gentlemen? Can you hear me? Am I live? You are here, you are ah, good. Let me turn it down so I can hear you guys <laughs> What's, What's up, up, gentlemen? Chronicle the podcast with Jason Page. How are you?
1: That's probably <laughs> the greatest entrance to Zoom <laughs> in the history of Zoom entrances ever. <laughs> 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 like that. I think Jamie's just Jamie done for us. today. <laughs> that
0: that's it. That's all you guys need. It's all you guys need. I, actually, I'm not getting your audio out of the right spot, but hold on. Let me get you guys coming out of my headphones. There you go. You guys should be coming out of my headphones now.
1: Can you hear us? Yeah. Let's hear you. (laughs) How how do we sound?
0: Uh Uh-oh. I'll put volume. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's what's going on. Abundance, gratitude, health, and love. There we go. That's fantastic. Wow! Here we go. Here's what's supposed to happen.
4: Chronicles of podcasts. Chronicles of podcasts. Chronicles of with Jason Bateman. Chronicles of podcasts. Chronicles of podcasts. Chronicles of
0: Chronicles of Podcast with Jakes
4: and Baker Chronicles of Podcast
0: We got the whole mix happening with just this mix going. You guys are coming through my headphones. Everything is clear. I can hear you. You can hear me. We're live through the Looper Jason Page has finally entered the Chronicles of Podcast. Been a long time waiting for this thing, guys. Uh my whole life to get here (laughs) with you. Well I'm
3: sorry we left you waiting so long, but my whole life. Yeah. My whole life. Uh, that is why you've achieved so much in your life, so you could come on this show and talk about it.
0: That's right, that's right. Exactly I've been doing my whole life just to tell you guys about it. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> is there. you got to tell everybody about your life. I mean, if I, otherwise, your life is just, you know, it's actually, your life has to be first important to you, and then once it's important enough to you, you can tell the world. <laughs> but first, you got you to be in love, in love with your, love your own life, life, that is. <laughs> And one thing that helps helps me be be in in love love with my life is this looper looper right right here. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. And this coffee. And the love coffee.
1: Oh, the love. Yeah, we love that. We love
3: that as well. That's what we love.
0: So, gentlemen, tell me how this whole podcast thing happened. What's going on here?
3: And what? What sense? Sorry, what? So I like basically we
1: are how this whole with... thing
0: happen? How'd you get how'd you get in into this whole game? This podcasting game. Podcasting game.
1: So Jamie used to do one on his own years ago, um, years which ago, he did like oh, yeah. six episodes of, and then he got I think he got bored of it or something, didn't you? Yeah, she went in on your own. Yeah. And then you were like, Oh, I want to get back into it and miss it, blah blah blah. So back in 2019, um Jamie was looking for somebody and r- rang me and asked, and I was like, Oh I don't know, never done anything like this before. And here we are from now, nearly three years
3: later. That's
0: yeah. Excellent. What, what do you guys, uh, what is your focus of, uh, of communication usually? What are you guys usually talking about? Look, we literally just chronicle
3: people's lives and careers. So we, we have all different people from all different sorts of backgrounds. We've had makeup artists, musicians, Germists, costume designers, journalists. journalists. We've had yeah. all sorts. Yeah.
0: Doctors, yeah. lawyers, germ theorists, sales had, theorists. Had a, we've had a
3: doctor. We haven't yeah. had the rest. We've had a doctor. <laughs>
0: Cool, cool. That's excellent. That's excellent, guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, all we do is really talk. I mean, that's that's our primary, our primary function here on the planet is to talk to each other. So exactly. it makes sense that you guys would have a show of people talking to each other. You're you're yeah. executing the primary, you know, requirement of the human experience right here.
1: I would appreciate. The second
0: it. experience is to sing, which you which need you a little reverb, little delay <laughs> to sing if you talk with too much delay it just delay, gets weird you just talk it's talk, it's talk delay, delay the whole the time, time, time it's, weird. it's weird unless you're doing the God, God, God voice and then, and then God needs God. to have delay <laughs> to, further <laughs> to further exemplify his, his messaging
4: yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lie. if I had that I would literally be doing that order we're like Jamie go and get dressed and leave the house, <laughs> <laughs> house, house, house.
1: Chronicles of the podcast yeah yeah um, but anyway, we're here to talk about you, Jason. So we're here to uh, uh, learn all about you, find out uh, you know, how you uh, ended up to where you are today. So this is, this is the, uh, the goal, the aim.
0: I came from over there and I walked Excellent. around. I spun around a couple of times in the <laughs> middle of the room. I sat down and then I finally came over to this part where I am today.
1: <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. But yeah, we are literally going to absolutely bombard the living hell out
3: of you with questions. How does all that right. sound? All right. Beautiful. I was going to say I was just going to do a little intro, and then, as Tom said, we'll bombard you with questions.
4: All right.
3: Hello, everyone, and yet again we bring you another incredible guest. Today's guest is a singer-songwriter, most be known for singing what might guest. be the greatest cartoon theme song of all time, Pokemon. But that is a tiny part of this man's career. He's also done voiceover work for movies and TV, performed on Broadway, and with musicians such as Aerosmith, Enrique Iglesias. And this small-time performer you might have heard of Named Michael Jackson Small Today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen These are the Chronicles of Jason Page Chronicles of Jason Page Chronicles of Jason Page Chronicles of Jason Page Chronicles of Jason
4: Page
0: Chronicles of J.J. Page hey, His whole life is going before your, before your face You can hey, ask him anything hey, the host want to know Got questions hey, to play they're gonna ask me on that show?
4: It is a game Chronicles of J.J. Page Chronicles of J.J. Page Chronicles of J.J. Page Chronicles of J.J. Page
1: Oh,
2: I... I don't know what to say.
1: I'm just <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> to be honest, with you, Jason, just phenomenal. That's all I, I, mean, I can say about it. That's
0: what you wanted, right? The Chronicles of Jason Page. Damn right. That's yes. exactly what we're after.
1: Yeah. Peace out. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No.
0: Thank you. Thank you. See you guys later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
1: Jason, how how's your pandemic season been? How have things been the last couple? Oh of years? my
0: God! Best apocalypse ever. <laughs> Gotta have a reverb for that. Best apocalypse ever. Have you guys had a better apocalypse than this? I mean, come on. This shit is off the hook.
1: I mean, we've got to stay at home for a bit and not do a whole hell of a lot and enjoy the weather.
0: Ramp that shit up is what <laughs> I said. Let's get more apocalypse going on. How many more people can we get running down the street with crazy bubbles on their heads and hiding in their houses? Get them all in the house it's just in one get them all in shut one down all the schools every school shut it down make sure it's shut down businesses make sure that they can't actually occupy more than five percent of the business i think you know as long as we, i mean squeeze it's just squeeze the living daylights out of people until they pop is what i think should happen because then once the people pop Then their true selves can be explored and expressed. But while they're just squeezing a little bit, they're just, it's just kind of like they just turn up the heat a little bit and not enough frogs are jumping out of the pot. So I want that heat to be turned up on high. Pow! All the frogs jump out of the pot and, you know, are free again from the, from the, the cook that's warming us up and cooking us up, making frog legs. They're doing it. They're just they're just making frog legs like, you know, too slow. You know, we need to get these frogs jumping out of the pot. More frogs have jumped out of the pot than ever before in human history. And it's 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 incredible. So uh, I've been I jumped out of the pot in 1998, I think. So I've been out of the pot for a long time saying, come on, guys, jump out of the pot, jump out of the pot. And now, there's lots of people jumping out of the pot. It's really, it's really cool. It's, there's lots of frogs jumping out of the pot, and I think that it's it's a incredibly exciting time in human history because it's never been, it's nev- there's never been this many frogs on the on the stove sitting no. around watching the rest of the frogs inside of the pot get cooked. Crazy. What about the
1: lobsters? What about the lobsters, Jason?
0: The lobsters, too. The lobsters, the lobsters, they don't get out as easy. They can't jump. And when they get them, they they they, they put a little rubber band around their pinchers. They can't even like crawl. You know, the yeah. crabs, they like what they do is like they'll pile on top of each other. One crab will get to the top and then the other crabs will use that crab to get out. It's sort of the same situation. Uh, but the lobsters are a little more clumsy. They don't they don't they don't have that opportunity. But the frogs. They can jump out individually. They can jump out. They don't even need each other to jump out. They just need to know that it's getting hot, and then they jump yeah. out. Anyway, like I'm so friend. glad answered your question. Best apocalypse ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Crustaceans work in teams. Frogs is like, fuck you all. I'm doing this on my own. I don't need you. Work
0: in teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, teamwork is good, but the individual has to be strong enough to figure that shit out for himself. Yeah. And when the individual does, then, you know, he can lead the team. And it really just takes that individual to inspire other individuals to jump out. And then, you know, I I just feel kind of bad because I jumped out in 1996 and nobody saw me. I was just, I was already out. I've been outside of the pot going, come on, come on, for a long time. And now it's like, you know, I can't jump back in the pot to jump out and show everybody. I just got to stand outside here, outside of the pot and say, hey, guys, I've been out here for a long time.
1: Yeah, been waiting for 25 years, wherever you've been.
0: It's been a long time, 20. I've been out of the pot since I sang the Pokemon theme song in 1998, actually. That's about when I jumped out of the pot. Ah, okay.
1: And that shit just that exploded.
0: Longer, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know,
3: yeah, so. So talk about jumping out of a pot then. Take yeah. us back to young Master Page. What did you, what did young Master Page want to be when he grew up? Was it always music and performance for you or was it <laughs> something else entirely?
0: Young Master Page, I think, started uh, getting his own ideas in, in uh, grade school when, you know, you're watching, Go Speed Racer! Go, Go Speed, Speed Racer! Go! I wanted to be a race car driver and drive like <gasps> Speed Racer did, you know, around, around these tubes and spin around upside down and jump off of the car into the water, drive on the bottom of the ocean and zip out again. And, you know, all these incredible pathways and, and not ever crash the car or get hurt. That's really what what young Mr. Page <laughs> wanted to do. <laughs> um, and then young Mr. Page uh, started writing songs, and then young Mr. Page was in uh, Rockaway, Queens, which is uh, on the beach in Rockaway, eighth grade. And my ninth grade school was really, like, not a cool zoned school. I didn't want to go there. So I auditioned for the High School of Music and Art.
4: Thanks! people,
0: people would see me cry you know that song yeah <laughs> the yeah. high school of music and art yeah it's it's the theme song from the movie to the for the movie fame about the high school of music and art which is in New York City which is a school that I found out about because of that movie that I auditioned for because of that movie and got accepted as a voice major in ninth grade to this school way up in Harlem while I was living in Queens um, and that kind of just, you know, introduced us to the fact that kids could be really accelerated performers and uh, and the school would help us do that. So I became a voice major and started studying voice uh, 13, 14, 15, 16, moved into the New York City area in the middle of my sophomore year. And my mom knew some street performers on Columbus Avenue were magicians, balloon sculptors, musicians, and street vendors, and they used to hang out. And some of them stayed on my floor, actually, in my my apartment. Where my mom and I lived on Upper West Side. And they taught me how to do magic and juggling and balloon sculpting. I went out on the street and started doing this balloon sculpting and this magic, stopping crowds and making money as a 14-year-old. And I got a manager, started going on auditions, started having a band, My my friends in school, and then basically just, you know, living the dream that was fed to us as 13-year-olds in, in the late 80s, which was the rock and roll dream, basically. Uh, those were the icons. MTV was just coming on. We saw these people that were not just on our parents' record collections but were actually on TV rocking out, and that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be Bon Jovi. I wanted to be Michael Jackson. I wanted to be these these – Icons that had a voice that would able, be able to reach the masses with a song, and uh, unfortunately, none of the songs that I had written ever reached the masses until I started doing jingles and realized, holy shit, I can reach the masses by going subway,
4: subway Wow,
0: everybody heard that. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's an itsy, witsy, teeny, weeny, giggly, wiggly, baby Emily in a stroller for the first time today. An itsy, bitsy, teeny, weeny, giggly, wiggly, baby Emily. Barbie, Barbie walks and Emily laughs right away. You know, Barbie commercials and shit. The quilted quick picker upper. <laughs> When you when get nausea, heartburn, indigestion,
4: hot, stomach, diarrhea, max.
0: These crazy TV commercials were actually reaching masses, and I thought, yeah, uh, young Page can reach the masses, and make some money with these commercials. I actually, was doing commercials visually. I was in some commercials, and I made I made some good money on them. And then uh, the jingles started happening when the band reality started falling apart and record companies started dropping my band and, you know, proving to be the, the the average record company story. Oh, they don't want it. They want to release the wrong songs. Yeah, this record companies trying to change us, man. We're not going to change. We're going to be who we want to be the very best. Like no one ever was, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can't turn us into. You can't turn us into new kids on the block. We're we're chili peppers, dude. <laughs> So my band was like the Chili Peppers and uh, they wanted us to be new kids on the block and we basically said no way we got dropped and we uh, we tried to pursue our success without record companies to be Bon Jovi to be Michael Jackson to be Chili Peppers to be that iconic band that was the band dream that I was sold in my in my teenage years and uh And I have the dream now, which has just been articulated in a different form, which is to to touch millions of people with my voice, billions of people with my voice. Uh, And that dream is basically fulfilled, but it just it looks different than the way I wanted to fulfill it. Mm. But the. It's still the same. The essence of it is the same, and it's. I think it's the same for everybody. We're talking. That's it. We're just using our voices to express our our highest selves to the world, and uh our highest selves are right here in this podcast right now. In 1998, my highest self was in the studio. Gotta, Gotta
4: catch a Taste the date in a in studio, you. doing a jingle, <laughs> <laughs> sounding like he's Sound like 14. 14.
0: <laughs> you know, it's just like that's how I did it then, and this is how I do it now. So. uh that was what little when little jason (laughs) master master jcc you called him uh got his ideas to to do what he was going to do and uh, i'm still doing it basically um but but the lesson i think is that you know you're moving forward in this direction but a lot of the value that you create isn't right here it's actually right here and all you have to kind of do is turn back around and see how you've what how and what you've created and how it actually satisfies what you wanted but it doesn't look exactly the same it's like the nutrients the garden you're growing has all kinds of nutrients that you can use but you're like oh that's not what i want that's a weed it's actually not a weed it's actually a dandelion which has the most nutrients in it as the dandelions do because they grow through the cracks and through the traffic and through the bad air water. And, and you know, low light scenarios, they, they still bring the nutrients. Pokemon and these brands that I sang for are like the weeds that are growing behind me. And I'm like, ah, I don't want those weeds. I want to be a rock star like Bon Jovi. I wanna have ooh, she's a little runaway. Run away, away, away. Daddy, Daddy and girl, girl learn, learn fast. fast all, all the things,
4: things you couldn't could say, or <laughs> I'm gonna make a change <laughs> I wanna feel real good. Wanna make a difference.
0: You know, I'm, I wanna be Michael Jackson here. I don't wanna <laughs> be some jingle guy, but it t- turns out that the jingle weeds that I just planted in a few hours in 1998 turned into a jungle, an ecosystem, a jungle of opportunity that, that far exceeds anything. Like if my band were the, were the level of like, I don't know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and the and the the most effect I had everybody was you got to, you got to give it to your mama and you got, to, you got to give it to your father. Or sometimes, sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Have a partner. Sometimes, sometimes I feel I like my only home. home. I hate that song. Under the boot. <laughs> if that was my legacy, I would be you know it would be not as satisfying as as the legacy of Pokemon. So. You know, that's that's a uh, Master Jason for you right there. Good question, guys. Thank you every day on the tangent. This is the this Chronicles, is the Chronicles of, of Jason Page. Page.
3: No, you obviously you've mentioned Pokemon, so we might as well talk about it. How did that come about? Because you know, that is probably what you're best known for. So did you audition for that or did they approach you?
0: Um well every session I do is a paid audition, basically. Um at the time, nineteen ninety eight, and still I do, you know 50 to 100 sessions a year it all depends once a week i'm singing for something other than you know my own joy (laughs) (laughs) product uh some jingle session. some uh situation i just sang a sam adams a sam adams commercial this week and and a demo for somebody else making a documentary movie and then i sang something came out this so it's you I've been waiting for so long. Into you uh, for this show called Smiling Friends. It's an adult swim show, and I'm one song in it. Anyway, every week I'm doing multiple sessions for things. They're, they're auditions and demo. They're paid auditions. So Pokemon would pay me a certain amount of money to come in and work on the song and sing it and if they like it then we could then we continue to do the final of it um and if they don't like it then they hire somebody else next demo and they say yeah we we don't like that guy but we do like the song but we don't like that guy's voice get somebody else to do it um i would work for this music house numbers of times before they uh they're called i think they were called paradise music at the time rave music uh, John Leffler and John Sigler, the actual uh, writers of the songs, two guys that that were the producers and writers. And they had that company. And uh, I had done Domino's Pizza Delivers or something, you know, a couple other commercials for them before and they were like, yeah, he's got the rock young voice. Bring him in. He'll be good for it. Um, just like all the other things that I'm doing now, they, the people have a, a request. They want someone to sound like Ray Charles. Yeah, georgia the whole day through, just an old sweet song keeps georgia on my mind yeah <laughs> or you know just the other night at a hometown football game or you know garth brooks or you know just the other night at a hometown football game if they want you know bob dylan whoever they want they just give me a little brief and i do the song pokemon they wanted the young rock sound and i went and did it so that's pretty much how how those jobs are <clears throat> acquired back in the day and still to this day someone will know that i have the skills they'll watch my vocal reel and they'll say oh he can sing just like so now i come to you, with you
4: up
0: that's high as fuck oh. uh, i don't that's what i keep
4: <laughs> nothing to hurt believe what i say so here
0: i I journey that dude (laughs) why 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 must he sing everything so high that guy (laughs) just showing off steve perry steve perry that's That's what i said steve perry yeah, whatever they want, whatever you guys want, you know, you just shout it out, and then I launch into it, and then you go, oh, yeah, it kind of sounds like that. We'll take them, we'll use them for our gig, you know. You guys got a New Chronicles of podcast, and you want it to sound like, uh, you, I don't know, uh, Metallica. Chronicles of podcast, Chronicles. You know, and then I jump on, and I sound like, uh, I sound like Metallica. <laughs>
3: Did you actually know anything about Pokemon going into this gig? Or was it just a, ah, they're the birds, I'll sing it.
0: Um, well, you know, we get briefed in the in the, uh, in the studio to, to know what it is they want. And they had a little clip of the show. So we got to watch a little clip of the show. We didn't know very much about it. Um, it was a clip in Japanese. they hadn't even overdubbed it yet. So we kind of knew the vibe and what it looked like and what they wanted, uh, and I think there was some there were some articles about that epileptic seizure thing that happened oh, yeah. uh, back in the beginning. That's pretty much all anybody <laughs> in the world outside of Japan knew about Pokemon at the time. So
3: it's it's mad that you know you've gone into the studio, you're gone right. These are the words. I know it's about small creatures that give people epilepsy. And the next thing you know, it's like the most iconic cartoon with the most iconic theme song. Did you expect it to be as like as iconic as it became?
0: Um, Well, like I said, you know, I'm doing fifty to hundred of these at least a uh, a year, and we've got Lego Mania, Lego Mania, Lego Mania, Lego Mania, Lego Mania, Lego Mania
4: lego lego
3: mania you know lego things are
0: like it. lego me mania and uh <laughs> i had written that actually with uh with my partner russ irwin who was in uh, Aerosmith at the time <clears throat> And we wrote the Lego mania theme and that was divided up into like 10 different commercials and went on. It was on all the time between 95 and 2002. So I knew the potential, uh, financial success that a, a successful jingle could have, um, and how it can help grow a company to massive proportions as Lego was kind of a big company at the time, but they really, really excelled, uh, from that point on uh they started opening you know bigger stores they had a theme park soon after and now they've got stores and malls and all kinds of places so the fact that i'm legomania, legomania yeah. was a good on-ramp to know that we could do stuff that could be huge um a couple of other jingles at the time i had also been subway eat fresh and uh you know some other bigger ones
4: uh, always coca-cola yeah that,
0: so, was you. that was one of them yeah I mean when they make these commercials they make a hundred different ones and some of them go in different markets some of them go on the radio some of them are on TV some of them are on this commercial some of them are just a tag of another commercial so Needless to say, I've sung uh, for uh, almost every brand. (laughs) I've done something for every major brand at some point. Uh, Those are just the familiar ones that I that I that you may have heard. There was the Coca-Cola one was in a blockbuster video uh, collaboration commercial, and just recently I sang. uh,
4: Catch the feeling, catch that feeling, oh (laughs) Coca-Cola.
0: I, I'm always doing these things way too high.
4: Catch the feeling. Catch that feeling. Oh, Coca-Cola.
0: That's a little bit better. Okay, right there. But uh, yeah. So uh it's got this I, I, Steve
3: I, Perry poster behind your computer, you like, I'll get you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you know, you get you th- these uh, the there's an expectation to hit the ball out of the park. It's just that we don't know how the how big the park is. Because we're just swinging and we're just hitting it as far as we can. But the the ballparks keep getting bigger and bigger because of you guys. Because of people in the Pokemon ecosystem saying, hey, this isn't just, you know, a regular ballpark where you just have a regular song and a regular TV show. Now, boom, we got games. Oh, boom, we got ice show. Oh, boom, we got a fucking Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade float. Oh, we got cards. Oh, we got another video game. Oh, we got giant ecosystem oh we're doing it in we're doing it in in south america oh we're going to south africa oh we're, we have cards in germany oh god we card we got cards in japan oh we're we're worldwide now we're not just a, a product in the united states the 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 grand slam of of hitting that song out of the park which is what i try to do in every situation this interview included Just kept on becoming a bigger and bigger Grand Slam as people like you start their own businesses and have their own realities growing up that incorporate the Pokemon ecosystem and pull their cards out and start making Facebook channels and start making Pokemon go and start listening to the music and start, you know, doing cosplays and Comic Cons and everything in the Pokemon ecosystem represents the size of how big this song could be. Lego Mania is pretty big, but the song never got. And we're going to be doing a remake of Lego Mania this year, actually. Oh, nice! It's going to be excellent. But you know, this song never was never a single on the Billboard charts. It never became an album of songs. It never became an eye show. It never be. But Lego is getting there. They they just have to do a couple of things once we put this song out <laughs> to blow themselves up even further and to be competitive with Pokemon uh and uh but yeah i'm hitting it out of the park every every time bro right here right now
4: right here right Right now now, on the
0: crowd i'm hitting it out and you know hoping this goes to a a million people you know every day every day
1: that'll be unbelievable i mean that's the dream so you know we um so from all of your work with like doing jingles etc you've obviously now been on stage with michael jackson you've performed on you know with meatloaf and um frankie valley uh foreigner that sort of thing like does that ha- did this uh, working in jingles escalate you to be doing stuff with these big artists
0: um yeah i mean i think it's basically about building up the skills so that yeah. when uh when desmond child said hey you know we need some backgrounds for meatloaf I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I can do a meatloaf. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. No, 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 I won't do that. You know, Meatloaf was, uh, I was right there with my meatloaf impression. He was like, oh, yeah, we I have disgusting backgrounds. And then that led to, you know, doing writing sessions for the Scorpions and other things like that. So each situation is another, like I said, stepping up to the plate and hitting it out it just depends on how big the uh how big the ball field is and uh these uh the, the you know the, every time it's an example that i can show to somebody and say hey here's what i did for meatloaf here's the backgrounds i did for the scorpions here's uh here's me singing with this guy and then it it lends uh credibility to the next guy to say oh yeah he he sounded like michael jackson oh he can rap <laughs> Protection yes. for gangs, clubs, and nations. Cause the grief in human relations is a turf, a turf war. war on a global scale. I'd rather hear both sides of the tale. See, it's not about races, just places. Spaces. Where your blood comes from is where your spaces. I've seen the shop getting dollar. I'm not gonna spend my life I'm being a color. color. You know, so, so there it is. I could just <laughs> send that to somebody and say, Oh yeah, he raps, he raps. And then you build up these examples. Uh, and even if I don't get the job, I've done, I've done the demo, so I have the demo to get another job with that demo of me sounding like the thing that they wanted. Uh, so, yeah, it's like a, it's like a compiling, uh, compiling my resources at each time to, uh, to make myself more valuable in the future in the event that somebody wants me to sound like something or other for another gig. So it's just got the world's biggest. And now, now it's kind of yeah. interesting. Now it's interesting because I've got I've 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 done so much promoting of me as the Pokemon guy that people might say, oh, we can get the Pokemon guy to sing that. And they'll be like, no, 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 that's not the voice we need. We need somebody that sounds like Ray Charles. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, that's me, too. That's me. <laughs> 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 nah, he's the Pokemon guy. He, he we need a Ray Charles type guy. So, you know, there's a little bit of pigeonholing holding that can go on right now. Yeah. But. Uh, you know i don't mind for for this the, the legacy that i can share with people now uh, we just we just need to expand that out of pokemon into the other things and into my own music as well which i have been creating and producing
3: so obviously you mentioned meatloaf then and obviously today we all found out that meatloaf passed away unfortunately but what was meatloaf like to work with how what, what? what was he like did you not know what do him? you mean
0: meatloaf passed away
3: did you not know that
0: when today it's, today no
3: yeah no,
4: no. did you say yeah, yeah.
0: oh dudes you're not supposed to tell me that lie on air
3: it's been everywhere i assumed you knew
0: <laughs> oh man i had no idea i'm just sitting here i just got up did my interview with you guys i'm not i'm not sorry I jason think- I feel really bad. <laughs> what I do, I try to keep myself out of the social media madness um, until I take care of business, and then I like at e- in the evening I will let the nonsense in. Not that this is nonsense, but this is you know these are headlines and headlines, headlines. Uh, if it bleeds, it leads. If it bleeds, it leads. If it bleeds, it leads. If it bleeds, it, it leads. If it please, it it be, if it a if it a Has left us. Meatloaf he has is. left the building. Wow. All right then. You know, this is uh this is the inevitability of life, the legacy we leave behind. This is this is what he did.
4: Anything he for love, love, love.
0: He could do anything for love. He could do anything for love. But he, but won't, he won't, won't do learn. <laughs> All right, there we go. See,
3: so, yeah, what was meat like oh the, other God.
0: <laughs> the other song
3: I die for you and that's a fact
0: I die for you and that's a fact. That's what he said. And he did, he died for us finally. You guys, how did he die? Do you know?
3: I've not said no. Just said he
0: just yeah, so many
3: family right? around him, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's the way to do it. Be have your family around you and not be in the hospital environment. You can choose your own exiting. It very important part when you came in, extremely important, and when you go out, second most important <clears throat> event in in your life. These two events, they're they're they are hidden events from us. They're hidden by the hospital. And it's very important that we have both of these events be revealed and and we take control back over these two primary events in our lives and uh i i'm what you're telling me meatloaf did take control over the second event by having his family there with him on his exit on his departure yeah. good that's good that's good i feel better about that now sorry yeah. to so that
3: sorry to you. bum you out yeah i didn't yeah. Be- <laughs>
0: Well, hey this is live you know it's real it's a real deal i was uh i was uh, you know i'm gonna have to be a little bit more intentional even more intentional than i was before this interview <laughs> to leave my legacy in the way that that meatloaf would have had he been on chronicles of
4: meatloaf.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> right before this you guys didn't have meatloaf on so uh you know i'm lucky what to be on you know? so
3: you've had like the opportunity to work with so many amazing artists like i've read that you did a uh, pink with aerosmith with, with yes. howard stern and obviously perform with michael jackson and the michael jackson tribute concert there's, there's so many huge artists you've worked with are there any particular performances and moments that like stand out to you when you look back
0: um, well definitely the michael jackson rap situation has a is a big standout um the uh, the Aerosmith beatboxing on Howard Stern is a standout as well. That was one of the first times that I had to sustain the beatboxing for an entire song. Like, you know, usually I just and then I loop and that's it. And you know, and and it, it, back in the day before the looper, that was the day before the looper with my friends. You know, we'd just be doing an eight bar, sixteen bar situation. When Stephen and and Stephen said, hey, come do this, he basically just said, just jump in on this little spot where the drums, what breaks down the drums and vocals, third verse in in a live show, actually pulled me up on stage to to do it in, uh, I think it was in Hartford, Connecticut, in an outdoor space or somewhere in Connecticut, outdoor, 25,000 people. And he said, Yeah, just come on out. I'll hand you the microphone. And I was like, You're kidding. You're crazy. I'm not coming out on the stage to beatbox. And he did. He pulled me out on stage and I beatboxed. But the but the Howard Stern thing was the full three-minute song. And by the end of it, you can hear I'm like, <laughs> 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 I'm like oh my God, this is going on so long. I'm, I'm hyperventilating. I'm starting to trying to get lightheaded. And uh, it was a it was a it was a It was a new level of like stamina that I had to reach. And now, guys, I have to say, I I used to be a really great beatboxer, but now the kids that are beatboxing, I'm like the 10th floor of a 100 floor beatboxing building. And these guys are on the top floor, CEOs of beatboxing world. I used to be the CEO of a 10 floor building when nobody really knew what beatboxing was. And now the YouTube has let everybody out of the out of the box, out of the beatbox. Everybody can learn from each other. And it's not just, you know, the few guys that you can hear recordings of. Like when I did a Howard Stern thing in 98 there was like 10 beatboxers that i that we knew of that we could you know listen to some little things of it it was mostly just our friends that we could learn from in person but then as youtube in the past 10 years spread the beatboxing love these guys are doing fucking incredible shit <laughs> I can't even, I can't even do half the shit that they do. I can't do it. I'm the 10th it's floor. They're like,
3: 100%. flick their cheek is like, a like
0: I mean, all kinds of shit, all kinds of new sounds and stuff that everybody's making and sharing. And, and I'm, I'm just old school. I have the loudest snare drum. That's my, you know, my record is the loud snare drum. Uh, but these kids are doing all kinds of crazy stuff, and they're 12 years old doing it, and the girls are doing it too. Girls beatboxing, everybody. It's like a, it's a new language that has has grown in the past 10 years, like no other language, like no language ever Never was. was. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was that was uh, those were two highlights. Michael Jackson rapping, which I gave you the little the rap that I did live and uh, beatboxing with Steven Tyler. That was pretty cool.
3: That's amazing. So I love that you've also worked on like movies and TV's and stuff like doing singing and voiceover work like Sausage Party, Rick and Morty, Phineas and Ferb. But one that stood out to me especially was working with Kermit and Miss Piggy. Yeah. What was Uh, it you did exactly with?
0: life's a happy song when there's someone by your side to sing along um that's a song in one of their latest one of the more more recent muppet movies where they've got it's the same kind of thing that i do in a lot of movies they'll have like a scene where uh, dozens of characters sing a line life's a fill of a fish and uh life's a, life's a like a lamb and there's all these characters that appear in that song so i'll sing in the in the main the main group so i'll like double or triple the melody Life's a happy song when there's someone by your side to sing along and then as those characters appear in the set and the song I'll redub their voices cuz it's very hard to get everybody perfectly recorded live when they're running down a line of characters everybody's microphone isn't properly there they they you know they're basically just recording the people for posterity on set and then they re-record them with higher sound quality later on and uh that that many of those voices in 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 numbers of those scenes where all the muppets are singing uh are my voice basically so dozens of characters that you know i'll just i'll do a little i'll do a character like that and then i'll do a character like this and then i'll do it at the you know one of the other weird guys and you know all these people that are jumping in and then i'll do a kermit uh, sound. Life's a happy song when there's someone by your side to sing along. And then the other dude that's in it, uh, I forgot the kid's name, uh, movie star, who's the main guy in that. And I'll oh, just it's Jason Segel. Jason Segel. I'll sing like life's a happy song when there's someone by your side to sing along. Kind of a Jason Segel normal voice just to thicken up all of the, the group behind him so that it sounds like a bunch of guys like him. Uh, You know, and just just uh, that's that's what we do in movies. We that's how movies are made. They're 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 piecemeal together like that. Uh, I've worked on both of those last Muppet movies uh, in that capacity and on the Sausage Party movie with all the song, all the all the singing food in the in the grocery store trying to get out of the store. I'm a whole bunch of characters of those guys and the same kind of thing in uh, Annie and uh, Jersey Boys and numbers of other movies that that kind of happens fairly often.
3: It's really cool i never thought of it like that they'd do that like just get people to sing just to boost that background noise up that's
0: really clever yeah yeah i mean they'll know what the song is and they'll be playing it uh playback while they record it for the people that are performing it on camera to lip sync to and they'll record them to whatever degree they can, but sometimes the guy that they got to lip sync it doesn't match the guy who they originally had on the video. He's a big, you know, life's a filler to fish. He was like a big burly, uh, bake a uh, fish market guy. And like the guy on the, on the, on the sound was like life's a filler to fish. He was like a different guy. So now we got to make him a big guy again. And instead of calling that guy in to the studio, they just call me in, and I do all 10 guys at once. <laughs> this is easier. makes it easier.
3: And that makes sense, now when you see them on IMDb, someone's like, additional voices. And that's why, because they do. Yes, additional voice.
0: voices. <laughs> that's what I am. I'm additional voices. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Additional, additional voices. voices.
4: Hello, how are you? Oh, I'm Helmo. You know. <laughs> three times on top of the whole track. <laughs> <laughs> oh so
3: last thing I, I wanted to mention before we like start wrapping up. You've, you've written and produced music with huge artists like the Scorpions, like you said. You what work, you've worked with a dream podcast guest of mine in Desmond Child. He's someone I really desperately want to have on this show. But you've also. Oh. Re-
0: used to work at the dance. you oh, oh. Been down on his luck. Tough, so so tough. Thank you, thank Desmond. You. Oh,
3: in fact, he worked with Kiss. Therefore, I love him. He's guy. got a he's thousand.
0: Really- he's got a thousand things. I work with Kiss too. Did you? I, I was. Uh, I don't know if that you saw that on my resume, but when I, my band when I was 14 years old got produced by Paul Stanley during.
4: These are crazy, 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 crazy. crazy.
0: during the crazy nights days paul stanley became my producer of the band and uh he and i sang backgrounds in the studio together and then i did some paul stanley backgrounds on one of his one of his records in the early 2000s as well
3: yeah paul Paul stanley Stanley, dude. dude Oh, I did. I did not know. that. Yeah, one of the best places ever. Okay, I don't want to wear anything else. now. I just want all Paul Stanley stories now. Oh, my
0: God. (laughs) He he was so he was it was so cool. It was like the first celebrity that I was like working, literally standing in the studio, singing backgrounds on the song that I wrote that he was he and I were going
4: one on one. Me Me on on you. you. I want to show you.
0: That was the part that we had to sing together, standing there together, singing it. We're like, well, I'm singing with Paul Stanley. Oh. oh. <laughs> that crazy nights record. That what we, we were loving that crazy nights record. Love that record. Love His that. voice is so high. I remember he sang at one point. One. Well I can walk, walk, go, walk, talk,
4: a talk. My way. Oh.
0: My way. One vocal. He said he sounds like a chipmunk like
3: so high i'm like dude i've listened to an interview recently and like why don't you do any non-makeup stuff now and he's like i can't hit those notes anymore
0: right you can't <laughs> hit those notes anymore
3: talk, talk, talk.
0: i think it might have been higher than that but it
3: probably was his high pitch
0: yeah yeah there, there's something to be said for recording vocals that you can sing after you turn 50. yeah <laughs> Before you before you turn 50 so that you could actually have a career singing your music after you're 50. I don't know how Paul Stanley's going to ever sing his shit. Again, he's got to use it all, put, put all the high parts on track and then just sing what he can sing live. <laughs> but most of his shit is high. I have that problem with the Pokemon theme song. I got to get up early to rehearse for that shit if I want to go. You
4: teach me and I'll teach you
0: hi come on why I mean what's going on see it was not for reproduction it was only for the TV show Uh oh uh.
3: The fact you made your own custom ring tone, yeah, you ringtone. Yeah, you
0: can get free at jasonpage.com. If you sign up for the mailing list, they will send you that ringtone for free. Pick it up, answer it, or put it on mute. See, <laughs> I was in the, I actually was singing in a, in a key a little too high, but there you go. Just when you need the key to the Pokemon theme song, it comes on your phone.
3: That is incredible. What timing?
0: Anyway,
3: my but, original question. Oh,
0: yeah. We were on Kiss. We were talking about Kiss yes. now.
3: Well, i was gonna say like you've written and produced your own musicals uh, Bucks and writing pictures so what <laughs> were they about how did how did that come about
0: um a friend of mine mark wilson created this uh, this show he actually the first thing he got me interested in was this show a uh, beatles gospel nativity it's called oh, both oh. a hard day silent night and uh, we do it every year we do this beatles gospel nativity we take over christmas basically we are christmas uh <laughs> that's it. It's just Christmas is the both Beatles Beatles musical in our community. This year we did it during COVID. We did it outside. We got a 60 person cast, a choir and a band. And uh, I wrote gospel arrangements to the Beatles music to tell the nativity story. Uh, Mark put all these songs together back in 1999. And we got the idea to do this, to, to put this musical together. And then we gospelized it in 2000 and Seven or eight, and we've been in like thirteen years doing this thing where, uh, you know, we we basically Joseph and Mary <clears throat> are having their situation, having the birth of the baby, and singing gospel, singing Beatles music. Like you know, uh, the angel of the Lord comes, the baby comes to Mary, and says, "Here comes the son and Mary goes, "What? What are you talking about, this son <laughs> Here comes the sun, it's all right, and the choir goes, "It's all right, it's all right." And then Mary Mary turns around and goes, Help. help I, need I need somebody. somebody. Help. Does anybody <laughs> help? I need, I need some more need- help. And then Joseph comes back and is like, Yo, what 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 happened? You're pregnant? And she goes, We can work it out. Work it out. We can work it out. <laughs> they think and then eventually, you know, the kings come in and they're like they they bring them gifts and then they finally have the baby and they sing. Golden slumbers fill your eyes, smiles awake you when your eyes sleep. Pretty darling, do not cry, and I will sing a lullaby. And the crowd, crowd sings, "Boy, you're gonna carry that weight, carry that weight a long time." And they crowd in and they try to get to the baby. You're gonna carry that weight, carry that weight, and I say, "Stop!" When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. It's just an incredible thing. We all sing Imagine. We, we bring the world together in the name of the miracle baby that is the message of good will and, and brotherly love and the individual saving the world with their own unique individual efforts and that each baby is this individual miracle. And that's our yearly Christmas takeover called A Hard Day, Silent Night, both. It's incredible. You got to see it. Uh, We'll eventually be able to get the official rights to do it. Right now, we just do it in concert version in an outdoor space so that we can be inclusive to everybody, regardless of their medical preferences uh and we're gonna do it every year in bigger and better places to basically inspire people to know that the individual can make a profound difference every baby is a miracle whether it's mary's immaculate conception that she lied about when she really just went off and got (laughs) knocked by somebody but but you know the miracle birth happened anyway Um, The other two musicals, Box and Harry Beecher Stowe's uh, writing pictures were written in conjunction with a school that the same composer of the both, the same uh, organizer of the, the Beatles Gospel Activity, he was the head of the musical theater department and I went in with him and wrote these musicals, Box and writing pictures with the kids in the school. So we constructed these musicals based on books they had to read. They had to read Harry Peter Stowe's uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin, which outlines uh, stories of slavery of the time. So they learned about slavery, wrote a musical about slavery, and they basically got educated about modern day slavery, which is really uh, a different story than what we're told here. There's, There's slavery, back in the 1800s that we have our as our traditional theme but it's really the irish that were you know the most depressed you guys might know um they were the original slaves the og were the irish slaves but today there's more modern day slavery and and people sold into sexual slavery and work labor situations than there even was back in the day you know from our traditional harry beecher slow time so um, very informative and very enlightening experience to work with a group of kids to to take apart a massive novel like that and then relate it to today's world of slavery as well, and to perform that in front of people. we could never get it done now. it would be canceled right away anti <laughs> culture. <laughs> They'd be like, You can't talk about the slaves like that.' And, uh, you know, so but then there was another musical called Box, which is about a dude in the same time who got into a box and mailed himself from Virginia to Maryland to freedom across, you know, the Mason Dixon line where there were slavery was legal in the in in the south and illegal in the north. So he got in a box and just mailed himself to this to the to the to the free the free north and popped out of the box. So. Good musicals about good subject matter that were very necessary. So uh, thank you for that question. That's
1: incredible. Absolutely. The Beatles thing sounds unbelievable. I want to see it now. Yeah. 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 You got to see it. Yeah. That's uh, definitely on the list. But I, uh, I stumbled upon a YouTube channel and uh, I absolutely love the uh, singing in the streets. Oh. I've been I'm absolutely smashing through in my blood. But I believe I can fly in the airport was beautiful.
4: I <laughs> believe I can fly. can fly!
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, one?
1: What, um, What gave you the idea to try? I'm just going to sing wherever the fuck I like.
0: And um, it. Yeah, I mean, I was on the street. I mean, I've been walking up and down New York City streets all my life singing. And during the pandemic, I filmed myself singing about my coffee or my hot chocolate and I was like oh this is this is you know this is a good way for me to just pop something out every day that's easy that I don't have to worry about editing that I don't have to worry about all the production value film it and post it to YouTube right afterwards and uh, that became a series that was easy to do I mean you know I, I was hoping to gather more of a of a following I really wanted to be consistent and do something that was easy to do Uh, as most social media managers have all recommended that I be regular in order to really build a following and of course it didn't work but uh, I was regular anyway I did over a hundred videos it was almost like one a day sometimes more uh, and then that that extended into singing on the streets, walk and talk. So I'd do a little song and then I'd do a little talk at the end of it uh, to basically just capture more value of who I am in that moment, what I was doing, basically what we're doing here with a little less editing, a little less production uh, value necessary and uh, just to get, get things expedited. And uh, I should probably go back to do it again um, Because I, I really feel that there's a value there. Unfortunately, it did not build the following that, you know, when you paint your nails every day th- that you get. Because if you were to paint your nails a different color every day, you'd have 7 million followers <laughs> in like two and a half weeks. But if you sing your face off great songs that everybody loves, you don't really increase your followers that much. I'm not sure why painting nails. But So the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to sing on the streets while painting my nails. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be how you say, Oh my god, Jason Page has twelve million followers in two months because he painted his nails. <laughs> I think that's that's what'll do it. But you know, and then I, I actually did so many of those fucking things that I forgot and I started repeating songs again. I was like, Oh shit, I already sang that song. I ran out of songs to sing, if you can believe that. Holy, I can't even think of a song to sing because I just ten million songs, but I've sung them all already. <laughs>
1: I say I oh. absolutely love your parody songs as well. Um, and obviously, from what I read, you did a parody song with The Rock dressed as a Pokemon.
0: Yes, I did. I mean, that was a, that was one of the first things. The Rock, con- Rocks people contacted me and they am like, "Yeah, we want to do a video, Poke Rock. You can't <laughs> catch the <laughs> ride-a.
4: <Pokey> ride-a.
0: <laughs> And I was like, "All right, I'll I'll sing that. I'll sing that for a fee." And then they wanted to put me on video on the Rocks channel. And it got you know. That's the other thing that can bump your subscribers is getting on an influencer's channel like that. Painting your nails and getting on an influencer's (laughs) channel. Paint
3: your nails or work with the rock. They're the only two ways to be successful. There's only
0: two ways, and I and you know, uh, and I'll do both. If I got to do both, I got to do both. It's all about our social media numbers.
3: All you need to do is paint the rock's nails, and you'll take. Oh yeah!
0: You can't paint the rock's nails. That was before I even knew what Pokemon Go was and that the rock could be a Pokemon. He was like, you know, parodying the game Pokemon Go. And I wasn't even familiar with Pokemon Go at the time. It was just it had just come out. The resurgence had just happened. People just started playing the song again on Spotify. and, And, you know, people started contacting me to do fun stuff like that.
2: That's amazing.
3: Jay, I feel like we've barely touched your career. You've done that much, but if we, if you were to point someone in the direction of something you've worked on to check out, you were like this. This is what I've done. I'm so proud of this. What would it be? What would you like get people to go look at?
0: Um, interesting. Um, I, I, I think I'd like them to see my band videos that I don't have public that would <laughs> I mean, help. you can't see. <laughs> that I made privatized on my, on my YouTube channel once YouTube started to wake up. Once people started to wake up once, and started to get woke and canceling each other, was exactly about the time when the Pokemon theme song resurged in, in like late 2016. So I rebranded myself and I privatized all of the things that I would most want people to see. So you can't see the things that I would most want you to see. Um, because they would be canceled, and they would enlighten you, and they would maybe steer you in a different direction. And I think it's more important for you to find those directions on your own, and not through me, because I don't want them <laughs> to get canceled. <laughs> I don't want them to cancel me. So, so basically, uh, at some point, um, when we have very secure alternative pl- platforms, and I have secured my, you know, my celebrity status to the to the to the degree that people will n- that I won't get canceled because I've got more people on my mailing list and more people watching my Odyssey page than my YouTube page, then I will unprivatize those things, or at least I'll post them on other channels. And those things are, you know, they're just a little more insightful, funny videos, parody videos that I've that I've done in the past that are a little so more enlightening, But But, you know, they're along the lines of my COVID-19 got to trace them all video. My Bitcoin got to cash them all video. My Ron Paul got to catch them all the delegates video where I use my voice for sociopolitical aims and funny me funny ways to communicate ideas. Uh, Until then, you can just watch my Bitcoin video. You can watch the COVID-19 video and uh, some other funny videos that I've done. Uh, that do that but but i think yeah that that are you know our, our most important voices are voices that we that we can exhibit in a, in a quiet way with people that are willing and listening waiting to listen not when we're trying to be out there shouting our truths and like trying to convince people i want people to make their way to the to the message and not be I don't want to, I'm not blasting my message anymore. I'm just basically leaving it over here quietly. And when people make their way to it, it's a little bit more impactful than me blasting my message, which is how I've basically lived my life for up, up until uh, 2016. I've been a blaster of my message. Now I'm just a quiet speaker of my message.
3: <laughs> I like that.
0: So yeah check out my youtube channel check out my other channels my odyssey channel which is a mirror of the youtube channel but that's going to start to have things that are not allowed on youtube uh soon um until then oh the message is wait hold on i'll get it for you
3: oh god what is he doing
0: Uh, (laughs) i usually have it back here in the shot somewhere Uh, there it is
1: yeah that is incredible
0: it says use imagination to creatively self-express and that's that's pretty much the you know that's the principle use imagination to creatively creatively self-express Use imagination to creatively self express 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 Use imagination to creatively
4: self-express Use your imagination
0: imagination to creatively self express Yeah, that's pretty much the principle that I try to live by is to use my imagination to creatively self express to be the best you that you can be, uniquely you, and uh, I do that through uh, my imagination and get up in the morning and think about how can I creatively become more expressed as who I am in the world and share that with the world so uh i can do that on alternate platforms a little bit more because our self-expression may not be um uh, admittable by some other platforms what guy what are you what platform are you guys on on this uh thing where's your your main distribution
3: we post the audio so spotify it, but we also post it on youtube so we, we basically everywhere we can
0: Okay, cool. So you're, you're, you're YouTubing. You're, you're, you're challenging the YouTube paradigm with all this uncopyrighted written music that I've just created. And some <laughs> copyrighted music that yeah. might flag something here and there. <laughs> that would be, be absolutely fine.
4: <laughs> I would do anything for love.
0: You're going to get flagged for that. They're going to go, oh, that's meatloaf. You can't have that on there. And I'm down.
3: <laughs> Tom, have you got any more questions before we start to wrap up? Yeah. So, what's the focus
1: now? Then, is it more on you? Say you've got a band at the moment, that you're recording, etc. So, is it more focused on that, or is there other projects that you're working on that you're hoping to, you know, bring into um, the ether?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the ether is uh, expanding in many ways. There's a lot of. Uh, I've done theme songs for three separate blockchain-based companies. Devolution is one that I hopefully will be recording a video for the theme song. It's just been released, and it's. Uh, got the power to the people and they're taking control uh devolution is a whole new world of 3d nft gaming play to earn in the nft metaverse of devolution uh capture your pokemon like characters and you evolve them and you earn devo coin in this ecosystem. Uh, Pokemon is another type Pokemon-like NFT collectible game. And we've got TCG World. Use TCG coin to build your world in the metaverse with us. So come on, get in, get on. Get in, get on to TCG World, where you actually can build a whole your whole property in the metaverse. You buy land, and then you can actually interact. You can do interviews. You can post your interviews inside of your venue that you create with your streaming wall of video, or your you know your avatars, or your your performance venue, or your farm, or your store, or whatever you want to put in the TCG world. You can build these things into the TCG metaverse, and I kind of like what they're doing with Facebook, except built on blockchain technology and uh, for more focus just for the TCG world. So those theme songs are gonna be out blasting. I'm doing uh, all the Collecticon Comic Cons this year. Uh, There's six of them in six different cities and some other Comic Cons. And uh, within that I'm also going to be releasing my own music which is uh, kind of a EDM style. Uh, music that you know focuses on the hero and the and and music that will inspire and can also be used as theme songs <laughs> amazing <laughs> so that licensing can happen one of the theme songs I wrote for the devolution world is in this the in this uh, TC in this uh, EDM style already you can check that out online at uh, devolution world.com Um And also on the streaming platform, Spotify and Apple Music and all of that. Making some videos for that. And the ultimate Pokemon theme song EDM remix Remix, 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 is coming out, which is going to be really excellent. Because it's like, it's just a dope Pokemon. I can give you guys a little preview off of of here instead of trying to play it through the whole situation. Um, It's really cool. The EDM Pokemon theme song is going to be, where is it? Here we go. It's going to be hot. That's fucking amazing. That is
3: unbelievable. (laughs) That needs Um, to be played in like every club. It's going
0: to be hot. So we got remixes coming out. We got a new Jason Page album that's really, really cool. Uh, Songs like that, that all fit with that remix style, the EDM vibe. And, uh, you know, there'll be some kind of live performances going on, going along with it as well. I think I might do the remix version at the Collecticon just to start promoting that song and get that song going as opposed to the old school one but i also have one for next year because next year is the official 25 years of the song we've had the 25th anniversary of pokemon but the song didn't happen till 1998. so it's really 2023 that the song is 25 years old and i have a 25th anniversary remix that i've been working on already that's like a bohemian rhapsody style of it so You know, I got some content for the Pokemon people. I've got these cards on my website that I'm busting out. Matter of fact, uh, you know, I got the trainer cards. We're going to be giving these away to charity (laughs) organization. That's amazing. And, uh, you know, and there's all kinds of new cards. This actual company, Lightning Card Packs, they have, they do a thing where they put one card of Jason Page card in here. Actually, I'll show you. It's a new Jason Page card. Uh, Here it is. One new Jason Page card that goes in with a stack of cool Pokemon cards. Like, here's what what came in that pack. This is basically what you get in a lightning card pack. You get four dope Pokemon cards that are... Oh, that's the Jason Page card. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That's Nice. And then they give you four Pokemon cards that are all like decent Pokemon cards in a lightning card pack for I think it's like 40 bucks. So you get like good cards and a brand new original Jason Page card. 250 of the people get this card signed. There's 250 signed ones inside of that whole thing. So, and you get the lightning box as well. So Amazon, Amazon is selling that shit. So there's some really cool... uh really cool products coming out from myself and from other people. I do auctions on Facebook streams. I don't know if you guys are in the auction world, uh, right. Pokemon communities, but there's, you know, I do auctions. I got slabs that I auction off. I got oh my days. And the new Jason page cards were actually authenticated by PSA. You can actually go to PSA and have them authenticate a Jason page card. So that's, that's, that's cool, happening. Awesome. I mean, there are just so many, there's so many things happening, you know, in, with regard to like pro, the products that are coming out, and people are making making cards of me with all kinds of different, you know, different kind of designs and stuff. And here's another way. There's one other card here. Check this one out. This is made by a dude called Poke Snack. It is really dope. That's badass. Oh wow.
1: <laughs> oh my days.
0: Cool stuff on the back. It's like the old school Pokemon card. It looks exactly like it, right?
3: That is Yeah, so- no
0: evolution.
3: <laughs> That's <laughs> really cool.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, there's just lots of really cool products coming out. Jasonpage.com is blowing up, and uh, and uh, you know we we'll get some, we're getting, we're gonna get some picture vinyls made of these new remixes to distribute to people. Um, as you may have known. I have one vinyl made that got sold almost all out of the Pokemon theme song on vinyl oh Wow! and uh, different, different fun products that, that collectors, you know, a lot of collectors come to me for autographs for on cards and weird stuff like this. So. That's awesome. It shows yeah.
3: how much though that that song affected so many people's lives.
0: It's incredible. It's absolutely. There's nothing like it on the world uh, uh, that has ever existed. I I'm absolute. Have profound gratitude for everything that's happened. Um, I, it, it, I'm not the celebrity. The song is the celebrity, and it's a celebrity because of you guys, because of your efforts in the world, and your interest, and your commitment to the the time and energy you put into it. I did four hours 25 years ago. uh, And of course, all the rest of my work is all part of who I am. but now I've just in the past four or five years, I'm catching up by learning about the cards, by, you know, starting, you know, to, to, to go around and actually perform the song and understanding the ecosystem and then creating more value for the ecosystem. But you guys have been have been had that song and that your your gameplay and the cards and all the other things and the cosplaying and the interaction with the Pokemon communities and the websites and the. YouTube channels and the art and everything that's been going on is just from the people. And that has, it's 4,000 hours you guys spent to my four hours. So I'm just trying to catch up and thank, thank you for your, efforts because you're making the ecosystem with your love of Pokemon and whatever it is that you're, you know, putting forth your, your love of podcasts of Chronicles of (laughs) Podcasts. That's your love. That's your, that's your effort. That's your energy. That's what makes the ecosystem grow. And I'm growing it to whatever degree I can with, with my energies. Now Pokemon is a company in Japan, people going to work making money, doing things, But we're actually making love doing things down here because of our love of it. And I'm responding to the love of the fans and the love of the people making stuff and the love of you guys doing a podcast because you're not getting paid to do this. And I'm not getting paid to do this. We're doing it because we love.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And the
0: ecosystem has inspired that. So you know, th- again, thank you for, for, for the love that you guys have, have put into the world in this form, this energy, this effort. But also
1: thank you, Jason, for everything that you've done. You know, your voice is sensational and I'm going to be blasting you out for the rest of this evening, this week, et etc., et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera uh, to the point where my other half will probably just punch me in the face and tell me to stop doing it.
0: Hey, it's but, only uh, half of you.
1: Yeah. There's only half of me at the moment. Yeah. That's why you uh-huh. close the top half. You see, so
0: I see, I see. The bottom half is gonna is gonna come in later on.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, did you ever think that your life would turn out the way it has?
0: Yes. Yes. All the time. This is uh, exactly as I manifested it. It just looks a little. It just. It just. You know, the colors are a little uh, sharper than I imagined that they were. Yeah. But yeah, I imagined it. I definitely imagined it. I just imagined it with my long Bon Jovi hair <laughs> instead of the, the, the short hair that I have now uh, <laughs> but yeah I imagine the, the 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 same the same essence of of what we're experiencing on this podcast. did you ever imagine you're podcasting to all these people and that you're putting out your word and your your interviews and your questions and your actual message to the world you know it's yeah you did imagine it you just don't we we just don't imagine how far it can go after yeah. we put ourselves out there and uh, that's good cuz then we can you can use our imaginations which is our superpower to get this thing out to even more people create more happiness more awareness and more value you guys are creating value and this and just imagine how much value how many places you can place this value this is a coin That you've just made. This is a gold nugget of value to human beings to see and watch and share every one of your podcasts. So get those nuggets, those gold nuggets out in every conceivable place so that people can stumble on them, pick up that gold nugget, feel the value, and then add that value to themselves and go out and be their own gold nugget of value to the rest of the world.
3: Beautiful. Love it. Jason, before we let you go, would you like to play our little game that we like to play with our guests?
0: Sure, sure. Let's play the game. It's called the
3: Quick (laughs) Fire. It's called the Quick (laughs) Fire. It's called the Quick Fire. Quick Quick game. It's called the Quick (laughs) Fire. It's a quick game. It's called the Quick (laughs) quick (laughs) Fire. It's a quick game. Called the Quick Fire. It's a quick game. Called the Quick Fire. It's a quick game. Called the Quick Fire. It's a quick all
0: right, what's a game. Quick what's the game? What's oh, yeah. a game, guys?
3: It's a quick fire round. We ask you five questions and you answer them as quick as you can. It's all about you, so you're gonna know the answer. Quick fire.
0: Alright, quick fire. Here we go. Quick fire.
3: Your favorite pizza topping.
0: Cheese. Strong start? Strong start? Like, it, like it. <laughs>
3: uh, 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 Who would play you in the movie of your life?
1: Piano Reed. Oh.
3: <laughs> Excellent answer. Great answer. <laughs> what is your favorite joke to tell?
0: Uh for, for Nikolai will. will, will, will. For Nicola, will I'm not going to tell it, but that's the punchline. Oh.
3: oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, how do you take your tea or coffee? Uh... Like Warm. War. 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 <laughs> <laughs> And last yeah. but not least, if you were to go into a time machine and give one piece of advice to young master Jason Page, what would that be?
0: Oh, I would say... Smokeless Smoke
4: less weed. Smokeless weed. <laughs> Smoke less weed.
0: That was a very bizarre and strange message. But I guess you know, it it works. it's not my fault for smoking more weed. It's it's society's fault and my parents fault for, you know, having done it so much and normalizing it before it became normalized in society. And And it also goes for drink less alcohol, smoke less weed. Uh, eat less shit. It's it's all the ways that we bat ourselves on the head to stop ourselves from doing things. Uh, the the chemical onslaught. We are being slowly poisoned by chemical companies, uh, and basically that's that's what it is. The weed is another chemical company poisoning you right up the street now the alcohol company is the same thing right up the street every corner store every bar knock yourself on the head and become 20 to 50% less productive the next day because you you went out and drank or you smoked so you know if we can if we can stop that we would be twice as productive of a population i think if we can stop smoking weed stop or smoke less weed, drink less alcohol, and eat less shit. Just eat real foods. That that that's the key to success, right there. Everybody's just knocking there. I mean, even our shirts are filled with toxic dyes that are put in to our shirts, and we, we need to wash that shit out before you before you dye your shirt, before you wear your new shirt. Uh, the air we're breathing is filled with toxicity. The water he's drinking has got shit in it. All of this stuff, you know, it just toxicity to slow us down, and uh, you know, let's let's not do it. Media is the same thing, just more media to slow us down, and bang ourselves in the head to make us numb, to make us dizzy, to make us less productive. So, my young self didn't smoke weed; it didn't. Why? It wasn't sitting in front of the TV seven hours a day watching nonsense. It was not, well, I was eating shit because my mom was feeding me shit, but (laughs) less shit back in the day and no weed smoking, no alcohol smoking. And that child has the imagination and the, the capacity and the energy for finding stuff out that we as adults need to reattach ourselves to that, that. That third grade running home to watch Pokemon because you're so excited about a thing that you're, everything else doesn't matter. Just doing that and then getting those cards afterwards and learning how to do the cards because it was the funky thing you were most excited about you smoke less weed you drink less alcohol you eat less shit you'll have that excitement that a passion and uh thank you for my three-year-old self for telling me that and great fucking question you guys you guys made had some really good questions inspired some really good answers so thank you for that
1: no thank you jason more than anything for doing this for taking time out of your day to sit here might create some crazy ass shit with music wise like it's been it's been a beautiful experience and generally one of my favorite interviews that we've ever done
0: absolutely uh, excellent. so excellent. much. Fun. when is this thing coming out february uh, 11th yes all right all right you're gonna edit all uh, edit all, all uh out of my uh, offensive language no <laughs> no of course
3: not it's <laughs> too much hard work jason
0: come on <laughs> yeah. let's let it all in there if we get shut down on youtube we get shut down that's it we'll put it on odyssey Source. You guys yeah, have exactly. the Odyssey channel yet? You got your mirror channel on Odyssey?
1: No, but we'll fucking make can it
0: join, I never heard of it. Mentioned yeah, it. join Odyssey and Odyssey will mirror your YouTube channel. Everything on your YouTube channel, they'll lift it, put it on their channel. If you ever get shut down on YouTube, it's all there on Odyssey. Every time you post, they copy what you did on YouTube to Odyssey. You're safe, you're preserved on a blockchain for all eternity. Very important. Never know
1: that absolute hero thank you so much jason we really really appreciate you and just for for all this like this has been such a great hour and a half like it's so much fun
0: you're welcome when you pop it up there make sure you put jasonpage.com for all of the uh all of the cards people can get autographed and signed and uh spread the word spread the word it's coming out uh we're going we're going all the way to the super bowl hopefully Want the pokemon theme at, song at the super bowl that's what we're that's that's what we're going for so you know that's all the way did you ever think you'd be singing a pokemon theme song at the super bowl yes there it is yeah so, actually yeah it was proof of it <laughs> <laughs> that'd be
1: unreal,
3: by the way
0: maybe you guys can announce me at that thing as well yeah guys, just, yes,
3: yes, we will.
0: That's the idea. right
3: cool. before, before you go any plugs social medias you want people to go
0: JasonPage.com has been renovated slash shopped for all the shopping needs. And then, uh, you know, IG, follow me on IG, follow my YouTube channel, Jason Page. Uh, But most importantly, go to my website, sign my newsletter and get pick
4: it up. Got to get that. that
0: Get the free ringtone and right uh you know then, then we're personally connected because I can email you yeah. if we ever get ever get shut down on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook we still have an email contact and I think that's the most important way people are going to be able to stay in touch is is through email uh you know especially when when I start to uh I start to reveal the <laughs> the EDM Jason Page under <laughs>
3: beautiful jason thank you so much for doing this it means the world like i so said we had an absolute blast talking to you
0: you're welcome you're welcome gentlemen it was a it was a great fun great fun to be here with you i'm glad i, I hope i didn't talk too much i mean yeah that's what that's what the point is so
3: absolutely
1: thank you so much my friend enjoy the rest of your day so you take care of yourself and we'll see you soon
0: thank you sir appreciate it
4: jason P. Chronicles
0: of podcast.
1: That is a way to end an interview.
3: It really is.
0: There you go, James.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> Just, is that not the greatest intro to a podcast ever? Is that not the greatest interview <laughs> yeah. for <a> podcast ever? <laughs> Just phenomenal. Which is the, that man loves a soundboard, if anyone has ever loved a soundboard. <laughs> Jason, Jason, seriously though, from the bottom of our hearts, thank
1: you so much for making that evening so special, making that interview so special, for taking the time out to sit and chat to us. It was just everything we could have possibly ever expected and more. It was beautiful. Watch, Look look at our faces when we're dancing, like away you're just like where
3: there's a point we look at going like what is going on dude? that's the, that's my favorite thing about this in the start of that interview is because oh, his music starts playing before he turns up and me and you're just like what the fuck is going on right now <laughs> <laughs> what is happening <laughs> just superb and yeah. I will forever refer to this as the best apocalypse ever
1: it was beautiful Jason thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us we really appreciate you we hopefully will have you back again soon and we really hope that you guys enjoy listening to it as we did recording it
3: Mr Stevens Uh, yes sir it's audience participation time beautiful ladies and gentlemen it's time to participate in Jamie's participation challenge this week i said to our darling listeners let's see how creative you can be and well how messed up your minds are first of all i want you to think of a product now what would be the absolute worst name you can think of for that product what say you mr stevens
1: uh i uh, this is this was hard i'm not going to lie to you it's really hard. So um I thought of crunching at corn fucks or shit tea.
3: Or <laughs> um it's really hard. It was really hard. Yeah, this was like, harder than I was thought it was gonna be. I didn't have as many answers as I normally do for this one. I think people struggled with this one. I think uh, my bad this week. But we did get some answers. And by the way, my answer would my answer would be a bra and call it an overshoulder boulder hole. Nice or the Germans would call them stop them from flopping. Anyway. <laughs> Wesley Pike says, clunge plungers, the new name for tampons. Oh, my days. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, Andy Joinson, condoms will now be called spaff sacks. Spaff, what a great word. Don't know if I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> this one made me laugh so much. Joe Smith, the new name for lube. Poop shoot gloop. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Dibsdale says, a shelf will now be called a floaty table majig. Like Hello. <laughs> oh, she, she left majig out. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> uh, Santinda Navarre says, Worcestershire sauce should be called anchovy vinegar. Oh, I fucking love Worcestershire sauce. I love the fact that so many vegetarians eat and Worcestershire sauce thinking that it's vegetarian, not knowing there's anchovies in it. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Ratcliffe. We should call milk cow juice. We should call almond milk nut juice. (laughs) 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 Emma Ellis. I love this one because I've said this for years. Eggs will be called chicken period. Because that's what they are. Uh, Zach Bowl Balder, this really made me laugh. A lollipop were called a licky sticky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean Robert Edward Kinsley. A hell of a name? What a name. I know, right? A toilet roll will be called shit wipes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jake Oliphant, this one also made me laugh. Blinds slash curtains will be called nosy fucker stoppers. <laughs> And last but not least, if possibly the grossest answer of them all, Amber Leanne, sanitary pads or tampons will be called vampires teabags. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so disgusted it turned you French.
1: Thank you so much for everyone that participates in Jamie's challenges. And thank you for all the answers. We know that was not an easy one to an easy one this week. To go with. So yeah, we thank you for the answers that were, you know, everyone that participated, we appreciate you so very, very much. And if you enjoy Jerry's participation challenge, and you enjoy Callum's teachings, and you enjoy Tom's Journal, and you enjoy the interview that we give you every single week, and you can enjoy the other 26 editions of the Chronicles of Podcast available wherever you get your podcast from, whether that be Spotify, whether that be Apple Podcasts, whether that be Google, whether that be wherever the fuck you use. All right. So use that, search the Chronicles of Podcast and thoroughly enjoy. You can also come to our YouTube channel at The Chronicles of Podcast. Please hit that subscribe button uh, because we just really want you to subscribe because, you know, why would you fucking not want to do that? Like, are you all right? Is everything okay? Why would you not want to, like, look at our faces and enjoy the interviews that we deliver to you on a weekly basis? Two interviews, that is, because you can also watch our interviews on a Friday and watch our hashtag WBWs way back Wednesdays. And this week... We went back to the Jackass star, Rab himself. un be fucking interview is all I can say. If you enjoy Jason Page, you'll fucking love Rab himself. I can tell you that right now. I think there's more laughter than there is talking in that interview. Definitely. So go to YouTube, and you can also follow us on Facebook at The Chronicles of Podcast. Jamie, do you know where else you can follow us? Where, sir? On the Twitter. Ah. At... TCO pod and Jamie, do you know where else you can follow us? Ah, uh, you tell me every week, but I always forget on the Insta gram at TCO pod. You can also come follow us on TikTok at TCO pod. We are now enjoying that and using that a bit more. So,
3: I've been making know. videos.
1: Yes, come click the follow button and come enjoy everything that we have to offer on a weekly basis. You can also come and find us at our wonderful, beautiful, spankingly, sexily, deliciously, gorgeously new website at www.thechroniclesofpodcast.com So please come check out. You can find all the shows are on there. You can now click every show and go straight to the YouTube as well. Thanks to Jamie. You can find out all about us, how the show started And all of our sponsors are on there, whether that be the Audio Drama Feed, whether that be Stay Cozy Clothing, or whether that be the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. Please come and enjoy that and get your faces in our website because it's deliciously sexy. And Jamie put a lot of work into it, all right? So sort it out. Yeah, exactly. The Chronicles of Podcast. Downloaders, reviewers, raters, (laughs) sharers, tell all of your friends about us. Allow us into your ears. But most importantly, make sure you use us as toothpaste. Definitely. Make Always us brush of your, your
3: pearly whites white. Damn fucking straight. What another glorious episode. But before we get out of here, we're going to have to say thank you to a couple of peeps, aren't we? First of all, Mr. Matt Roberts, you wonderful human, you. Matt Roberts music on Instagram. Go check him out. He does all of our music. And this week, just gone, he released Retrograde Volume 3. And you know what song you can find on there? It's a little diddy called Once in a Lifetime. And I cannot stop listening to this song. It is incredible. It might possibly be my new favourite Matt Roberts song. I love it that much. And it just so happens to be the music from our theme song. So you know know it's good already because you've already heard the instrumental in our theme song. It's damn good. That's deliciously sexy. It is a very good song. Also, we have to say thank you to our friends at the Audio Drama Feed with their amazing podcasts. Whatever you want, they've probably got a version of it, whether it's horror, whether it's spies, whether it's sci-fi. They've got something for everyone with new stories coming out all the time. Go check them out. They're absolutely wonderful. And if you listen to Val Toby, you'll hear someone's sexy voice, won't you? Yeah as the sheriff king over there we also need to say thank you to our friends at stay cozy the comfiest clothes you will find they keep you nice and cozy Braden's just done a wonderful sale on there so hopefully some of you took advantage of that but go to staycozyclothing.com, cozy add one of everything to your basket because why the hell not and while you're there put the chronicles in checkout to get yourself 10 percent off And last but not least, we have to say thank you to the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. They are helping stamp out prejudice, hatred, intolerance everywhere. And that's exactly what they do. They are going to schools. They are doing seminars, all in the name of the wonderful Sophie Lancaster. And... It's an incredible charity. If you haven't listened to our conversation with Sylvia Lancaster, go into the archives, go check it out, because it is a fantastic, phenomenal, inspirational story of why they do what they do. And it's all for the amazing cause of basically just stopping people being bullied. Now, last week, I said we had plans of things we want to do. One of those plans, I'm going to say now, we haven't decided on a date yet, because it all depends on that unpredictable woman in all of our lives. Mother Nature. So when the good weather arrives, we have decided we're going to have a little bicycle ride, aren't we, Mr. Stevens? We are indeed. We're going to depart from my house and we are going to cycle 116 miles. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stubbly Park in Lancashire, where the horrible thing that happened to Sophie happened. And you, according to Google Maps, will take us 10 and a half hours. Okay. So people listening to this, as soon as we set a date, I'm thinking the end of March, beginning of April, when spring comes around, you don't want it too hot in the summer when you're cycling because you'll die from the heat. But also we don't want to get rained on. So try and find that mid-ground. So I'm thinking around beginning of April. And when we get that set up, if everyone could sponsor us as much money as they can, that would be very nice because we can help raise money for this phenomenal cause. And that is just one of the things we've got planned for this year. We've also got some other things going on and we'll get all that sorted as soon as we can a bloody
1: fucking lutely. But while you're at it, just go donate to Sophie Lancaster Foundation where you can. Every little helps. Cheers, Tesco. Um, JB, another absolutely spondiferously sexy episode. What a fucking great word, spondiferous.
3: Well, thank you very I much. I like that. I
1: thought I'd just delve into little uh into little Callum's head there and try and find a word that he likes to use.
3: I like it, it's good.
1: Oh, there you go. But Another great week, another great episode. Jason, thank you so much again. Like, unbelievable, just unbelievable. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and delivering and giving us just wonderment and uh, just a wonderful interview. It's like, I, I, can't stress enough how many people need to go and watch and listen to that. Um, but uh, as for this week, I think, I think, I think we're all going to see you next week. Bye everybody Bye Bye.